RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. Cardinals against the New York Mets. Galen Sisko for the Mets and Kurt Simmons for the St. Louis Cardinals. And our guest on the dugout show, one of the great men of baseball, the manager of the Mets, Casey Stengel. You'll hear from Casey in just one moment. Head for the hills for shoes with style. Self-service. Our guest on the dugout show, Met manager Casey Stengel. Casey, I'm sure that you realize everybody in the world of sports is happy to hear that you're going to be back as manager next year. Yes, that's true. Uh, I have received many, many telegrams of friends that have been pulling for me most all my life and from a baseball standpoint since, you know, that are interested in my uh, years as a player and I would say... uh, managerial career. I'd have to say that that was for a number of people that are elderly and that uh, had seen me play baseball and also saw that I uh, was rather successful as a manager in a number of years. Uh, You never lose your enthusiasm for the game. You get older like everybody else gets older too for that matter, but uh, you never lose your zest, Casey. Well, no, I feel uh, healthy enough. I'm strong enough. I'm quick enough. And uh, if you feel all right, you ought to stay managing. And if you are a man that doesn't feel well, you shouldn't stay managing in the major leagues. You should uh, decide, let somebody else do it, because a well man always does a better job. Casey, going into a series like this with one of the teams fighting for a pennant, do you give your team any pep talk before the series started? Well, I did the uh, first day. We went over the hitters. Naturally, you should do that. You should try to win every day that you're... Uh, been in the league and up to this year we've had uh, so many difficulties to play a number of the teams. The only team that I think that we uh, bothered was uh, Cincinnati. In uh, the last series Cincinnati came in and caught us playing very poor baseball and they actually uh, put them back in the pennant race. And then when they come here to St. Louis this club here is a good baseball club, well managed and uh, the players are terrific players. And I believe that uh, in this series, the first game, they was just unfortunate that hard hit balls were caught by my receivers and the pitcher Jackson pitched too marvelous a game when it was one to nothing. The game yesterday, everybody knows that the Cardinals had an off day and you can't catch, uh, the pitching had to be poor because you can't go up into the grandstand and catch the ball. And therefore, that's where they were handicapped just Casey, uh, in all your years, can you remember a race where three teams went into the final day with a chance? No, I have been in one game uh, one year. I think it was uh, 49 when I was with the uh, Yankees in which the Red Sox uh, were a game ahead of me, and then we evened it up, and we took two. Uh, we had to play a series, and we took two out of three and just nosed them out of the pennant. Casey, uh, which of these... Uh, the, three teams are still fighting it out for the pennant, do you think would have the best chance against the Yankees in the World Series? Well, to tell you the truth, I think that all three clubs will only be handicapped with one thing, and that's the fact that they've had to extend their pitching staff too much at the end of a season. Now, uh, that really uh, could affect uh, the National League club, but uh, I honestly believe that your club here at St. Louis will give them a splendid battle because uh, you're skilled in a number of ways and have speed 
And I think Cincinnati uh, would do a splendid job in the World Series. I really figure that uh, that's just uh, would be uh, great if they could have four or five days rest to rest their pitches set. Especially if there's a playoff, then the Yankees ought to be in a, a great shape. Well, if there's a playoff, yes, they'd get to rest maybe uh, too long, although they don't allow you to rest too long. They make you work out every day of the World Series and keep you on edge. Uh, Casey, uh, do you see the Mets coming out of the wilderness for next year? Well, yes, I do in some ways. We get more home runs than we did last year or the year before. We got younger personnel on the team. I think McMillan, he's uh, helped our ball club. At shortstop, he's kept uh, our pitching better. And I think that Hunt is a very good ball player. He was voted by the ball players as the best second baseman or for this season. And uh, I honestly believe that Hickman is a very good man and capable in the outfield, can hit balls distance. Christopher now is a much better batter than he ever was in his life. He used to could only play against right-handed pitching. I mean, left-handed pitching. And now I think he's very splendid. He can hit some of the right-handed pitchers better than anybody that's on our staff. I would have to say that he's uh, a much improved batter. Casey, it's, a, it's a, a challenge to a ball club who's not in the race to be able to play one of the contenders and have a hand in deciding who wins it. Why, yes, you know, but you... Uh, you really have to go out there and put uh, out. The man is supposed, when he signs a contract, to play until the last day and the ninth inning, and that's the reason why our club maybe at this year time is doing very good. We lost two games in uh, Milwaukee, I thought, because we uh, didn't have the ability. But I think here Jackson just uh, was a little too great to allow your club to get on bases and handicap Casey, a million thanks for this chat and continued success to you. And uh, last time I uh, mentioned it, I was going to give you a bull of a 17-jewel uh, watch why, uh, that told you the time of the day and the time of the month. You also asked me if it would tell you the time to take your picture out, and I hope you have to take several pictures out today. That's <laughs> good. I, I, if I was you, I'd have that same feel. Yeah, okay. The hour. Presented by Bush Bavaria, age longer for natural combination and full body shape. Get to know Bush Bavaria. Get to know flavor for the fun of it. And by the American Tobacco Company, makers of Bell Mel famous cigarettes for those who are particular about taste. baseball day in St. Louis. Hello again, everybody. This is Harry Carey with Jerry Gross, with Roy May in Cincinnati. On the final day of the baseball season, maybe. A perfect day for baseball. The Cardinals, who are tied for first place with the Cincinnati Reds, one game ahead of the Philadelphia Phillies, who play the Reds in Cincinnati today. It'll be Cisco for the Mets today, Simmons for the Cardinals. Let's quickly go to Cincinnati and Roy May to see what the pitching situation is over there. Thank you, Harry, and good afternoon, everyone. In Cincinnati, it's a gorgeous day. A bright sun is shining, the temperature in the 60s. The two starting pitchers are warming up far below us. Jim Bunning for the Bills, his record 18 and 8. And another right-hander, John Satoris, for the rest. 
Cruz's record is 9 and 12. We're going to have a capacity crowd here, and there's a lot of excitement in the air in Cincinnati, as I'm sure there is in St. Louis area. All right, fine, Roy. We'll be coming back to you. So you got the situation there. There's a surprise. We thought maybe Maloney would pitch for the Reds, but John Satoris, who shut the Phillies out one to nothing last week in Philadelphia, will be pitching for Cincinnati. And here it'll be Kurt Simmons pitching for the Cardinals and uh, Galen Sisko for the New York Mets. And we'll be back with the starting lineups and then the exciting play-by-play in just one moment. When the day's been tough and the going's been hard, and brother, you're just resting and you need a reward. Well, gather around, friends and are coming down the line in a moment. Johnny Keene, the Cardinal manager. Casey Stengel, the New York Met manager, who is our guest on the dugout show, will be coming out to exchange the official batting orders. Here now to give you the lineups for today's game and bring you up to date is Jerry Gross. All right, Harry, thank you very much. The wind we might mention right now is blowing from the left field corner toward the right field line. And it would help a ball hit up toward the right field bleachers out toward center, possibly blow it out. It could be a big factor in this afternoon's ball game. A look at the lineups in the ball game for Casey Stengel's Mets leading off. And at second base, it'll be Bobby Klaus. Klaus in the leadoff position. McMillan, Roy McMillan, will hit second. He'll be the shortstop. Batting third and a man who has ripped us all year long, Joe Christopher, the right-handed hitting right fielder in this afternoon's game. Batting in the cleanup spot, it will be Jim Hickman. Hickman, a former Cardinal. Hickman will be in center field. He'll hit cleanup. In the fifth spot, the third baseman, Charlie Smith. Smith batting fifth down at third. Bob Taylor, the Hawk, will be the catcher for Stengel's Mets. He'll be catching Galen Sisko. Taylor batting sixth, working behind the plate. Ed Cranepool, who has really hurt us in this series so far and hurt us all year long, as Harry has mentioned, batting seventh, Cranepool will be the first baseman. And George Altman in left field. Altman hitting eighth in the order, out in left. Galen Sisko, with a record of six victories and 18 setbacks, will start on the mound for Stengel's crew. His record against the Redbirds this year, one victory and one setback. His earned run average on the season, 3.45. So Sisko, the right-hander, warming up down the right field line prior to the ball game. Simmons already has concluded his warm-ups to our left down the left field lineup, and let's now take a look at the Cardinals' starting lineup. Manager Johnny Keene will go with Kurt Flood, leading off in center. Lou Brock out in left field, batting second. White will hit third. He'll be at first. There go the Cardinals in the final game of the regular season, 1964. 
Captain Kenny Boyle will be hitting cleanup at third. Nick Groat bats sixth, or rather fifth, and will be at shortstop. Tim McCarver will be catching Mike Shannon out in right field. Dal Maxwell playing in place of the injured Julian Javier, who hurt his back in the ball game yesterday. Dal Maxwell will have the job at second base. He'll be batting eighth. And Kirk Simmons is out on the mound to start for the Cardinals. He's 18 and 9, 1 and 2 against the Mets. Right now, the capacity crowd are national anthem. seconds for station identification. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. Here in Marks and Care Marks FM St. Louis, wet weather brings mosquitoes out. Repel mosquitoes with Camicide Repellent, the safe repellent. Camicide with four-way repellent action. This is Jerry Gross with Harry Carey back at Bush Stadium. The wind, 16 miles an hour, blowing out from left field, the line toward the right field line. We're set to go with the final game of the regular season, and here to bring you all the exciting action, the voice of the Cardinals, here's Harry Carey. Okay, Jerry, a beautiful day, and we're all set to go. Kurt Simmons, who's pitched good ball against the Mets all year long, and Galen Sisko, who's done likewise against the St. Louis Cardinals. Simmons has won one and lost two. He lost to the Mets 4-3 on a two-out ninth-inning home run, July the 9th, and 3-2 on July 19th here in St. Louis. He beat the Mets 2-1 September the 22nd in New York. Galen Sisko lost to the Cardinals 5-1 May the 9th, beat them 2-1 on September the 23rd. A tough right-hander who always has pitched well against the Cardinals. <laughs> Eddie Vargo, the plate umpire, were all set to go. Well, let's see if everybody's equipped with their transistors. You got transistors around? Okay, we'll keep you posted then. All set to go, and here is Bobby Klaus, hitting 221. Four homers and 16 runs batted in. <laughs> Kurt Simmons gets ready. The wind, as Jerry told you, blowing strongly towards right field. Here's the pitch on the left. And it's a fastball outside. 
It'll be Klaus, McMillan, and Christopher here in the first. The Mets have won the first two games of the series. The National League race is in a two-team tie. Here's the pitch on the way. Klaus takes a strike over the outside corner, belt high. And that evens it up a ball and a strike. The uh, St. Louis football Cardinals lead the Washington Redskins 14-10 to 10 in the second period. One ball, one strike. Bobby Klaus, who hit a home run yesterday. Kurt Simmons getting ready. Into the wind of the pitch on the way. There's a fly ball, right field. Flood way back. He's there. He's going to make the catch. He does. Oh, that ball got up into the wind, which is blowing strongly towards right field. Now, Simmons, being a left-handed pitcher, will have an advantage so far as nullifying the left-handed batters in the Met lineup. The Cardinals will be facing a right-hander, so their left-handed batters, Brock White and McCarver, will be helped by the wind. Here's the pitch now to Ryan McMillan. And it's a fastball, strike call, hit the outside corner at the knee. One strike and no ball. Electricity in the air, you could cut it with a knife. A supercharged afternoon in St. Louis. One strike, no ball, the windup, the pitch on the way, here it is. Strike two, call, fastball at the knee. A lot of possibilities. The Cardinals could win the pennant today. The Cardinals could lose the pennant today. The Cardinals could finish in a two-way tie today. The Cardinals could finish in a three-way tie today. Two strikes, no balls, the pitch on the way. Here it is. A little low. And outside, two strikes and the ball. One out in the first. Roy McMillan, the veteran shortstop, batting 214 with one homer and 25 runs batted in. Now the line, here's the pitch on the way. A bouncing ball fouled on the third baseline. West Westrom coaching over there. Two strikes and the ball. Robinson coaching at first, Westrom at third. One out, nobody on. The ball game in the top of the first inning. Here's Simmons winding the pitches on the way. Slow curve, foul back out of play into the stands. First souvenir of the day. Two strikes and a ball. The Yankees clinched their pennant yesterday. They know they're going to be in the World Series, but the National League doesn't know yet. Any one of three ball clubs might play the Yankees. Two strikes and a ball, one out, nobody on. McMillan, the hitter. Here's Simmons into the windup. Here's the pitch on the way. It's a little bit outside. Just barely missed the strike zone. The Phils went down in order in the top of the first at Cincinnati. Two balls, two strikes, one out. McMillan, the batter. Now the signal given. Into the windup. Here's the pitch on the way. Swung on. A little pop fly. Short right field. Coming in far to Shannon. He's there. He's got it. McMillan popped to Shannon and right. That's two out. Seems strange not to see Javier at second base. But he injured his hip yesterday. And Dow Maxville is playing in his place. Back out the air might be sideline. Several days. Two men are out. Joe Christopher, the batter, hitting 301 with 16 homers and 76 runs batted in. Simmons gets set. The windup now, the pitch is on the way. Slow curve. He bunched down the third baseline, and it's going to be a base hit. Beautiful. Bunny picked the perfect pitch. 
On a change of pace, Christopher bunted down the third base line. There was no play at all. It's a hit. He bunted that way in the first inning yesterday and beat it out to load the bases. Simmons has won his last five decisions. In fact, his last six decisions. But this ball club gives him trouble. Here's Jim Hickman with 11 homers and 57 RBIs, batting 259. Now the stretch from the belt, the pitch. Here it is. It's a fastball low, ball one. One ball to no strike. Hickman, yesterday, had a couple of hits. Drove in two runs in the first inning. Now the stretch by Simmons. Here's the pitch. Capacity crowd on air. A dramatic setting for the final game of the season. Final game, maybe. One ball, one strike. The stretch. The pitch. A high pop fly. We're going to be out of the first inning, I think. Maxville is out. Shannon coming in. And he's got the ball. Pickman. Pop to Shannon and short right. One hit, no runs, no errors. One left. We go into the bottom half of the first inning. No score in the ballgame. Particular about taste? You bet I'm particular. And my thumbnails prove it. Particular about taste? You bet I'm particular. And my thumbnails prove it. You hear it everywhere. Why? Because Pell-Mell's natural mildness means just one thing. Smooth, pleasing flavor. Particular people take particular pleasure in the good taste of Pell-Mell. The flavor's blended over, under, around, and through. That particular good taste to you, so get particular pleasure like particular people do in the good taste of Pell-Mell. Be particular. Smoke a long cigarette that's long on flavor. Buy Pell-Mell Famous Cigarettes. Outstanding. And they are mild. From the American Tobacco Company. Before Kurt Flood leads off, let's go to Cincinnati. Roy, anything happening? No score here in the bottom of the first inning. Nobody on. And there's one out with Chico Ruiz, the batter. And by the way, as in St. Louis, there's a rather stiff breeze blowing toward the right field uh, here, and it should be a definite help to the left-handed hitter. We might see a few in the right field bleachers today. So there, the wind condition is the same as here with the right field section having the wind advantage. All right, here is Kurt Flood to lead it off, batting 311 for the season. And this little fellow's had some year 210 hits. Galen Sisko on the hill. He is one. His record isn't a good one, but he pitches tough baseball. He's won six, lost 18. All set to go. Former Ohio State University star. Kurt Flood with four homers and 45 runs batted in, hitting 311. Into the windup, the pitch on the way. The curveball in there, a strike called a good overhanded curve. One strike and no ball. Bush Bavarian beer. 
your host. What an exciting finish. Three teams with a chance to win the pennant on the final day. Here's the pitch. Curve a little bit outside. That evens it up. Again, Cisco came with the overhanded curveball. Bob Hawk Taylor from Metropolis, Illinois, behind the plate for the Mets, goes out to talk to Galen Cisco. Right-handed batter digging in. Vern Benson coaching at third. Joe Schultz at first. Now the sign given. One ball, one strike. Into the windup. Here's the pitch on the way. It's a fastball, low ball, too. Two balls and a strike. The wind blowing towards right field as we have to keep repeating because it might be a factor. Two balls and a strike. Galen Sisko delivers. Here it is. There's a line drive in the center, but it's going to be caught. Hickman is there, and he has it. Flood line to Hickman in center. That's one out. Here's Lou Brock. Here's a guy who could take advantage of that wind. Batting 314 with 14 homers, 58 runs batted in. <laughs> Left-hand batter up there. Lou Brock. His left wrist is taped. The wind blows strongly towards the pavilion roof. Now the wind. Here's the pitch on the way to Brock. And it's low. Roy May quickly. What happened in the bottom of the first? Reds went down in order. So at the end of one, there is no score here in Cincinnati. All right. No score at the end of one in Cincinnati, as you heard. Here's the pitch on the way. Brock hits a base hit up the middle. A ground ball in the center field. And Brock is on there. He's going to try for second. Here's a throw. He's in there. Jim Hickman momentarily fumbled the ball, and Brock never did hesitate. Probably be a hit in the air. That's what it is. Lou Adamy was looking forward to doing his fifth World Series. If the Redbirds make it, the scoreboard operator flashes the air sign. So we have a man in scoring position with one out. Boy, Hickman with a great arm, you know. Just momentarily fumble the ball and Brock never did hesitate. That indicates there's no pressure when you can do things like that. Here's Bill White, batting 302. 20 homers, 100 RBI. Listen to this crowd. The fervor is building up early. The pitch to White. Here it is. A line drive to the shortstop who leaps and makes the cut. White line to McMillan, who leaped to grab the ball. And here's Boyer hitting 294. Boyer with 24 homers and 118 runs batted in. Batting 294. White hit his ball good, but right at McMillan, the shortstop, who leaped and grabbed it. Lou Brock in scoring position. We're in the first inning. Galen Sisko beat the Cardinals 2-1 the last time he faced them. Signal given. Ready for the pitch. Now the stretch and the hesitation. And the pitch is on the way. Here it is. Whoa! Inside almost. Hit him. One ball and no strikes. Two out in the bottom of the first. No score. Kenny Boyer, hoping to drive in the first run of the day. 
There's the stretch. Cisco ready from the belt. And here's the pick. Inside again. He's crowding him with his fastball. And so, it's two balls, no strikes. A runner at second base, two out. Beautiful baseball afternoon in St. Louis. Boyer straddles the plate. The stretch, the hesitation. The pitch. Outside, ball three. Three and nothing now on Boyer. Takes a look at Vern Benson. They might turn him loose here. Boyer can pop that ball into the stands in either direction. Three balls, no strikes. Two out. Right-handed batter digging in. Gale and Cisco getting ready. Over the head, down to the belt. Here's the pitch. Line drive, foul. Into the stands, a left field. They turned them loose with three balls and no strikes. And the Cardinals certainly haven't approached this game as if they're under any pressure. Brock with daring base running. Kenny Boyer allowed to hit a three and nothing pitch, which he hit hard but foul. Three balls, one strike, two out, a man in scoring position, first inning. Like to get out in front of these fellows once. Now the sign. The last three games the Mets have won have all been from the Cardinals. They beat us 2-1 to one on the 23rd in New York and then lost eight in a row and then won the first two games of the series. So the only team they have beaten in two weeks are the Cardinals. Three balls, one strike. Hawk Taylor talking to Galen Sisko. Beautiful afternoon. Just absolutely perfect. An Indian summer day. Bright, warm, brilliant sunshine with a delightfully cool, invigorating breeze. A ballpark jam-packed. A dramatic setting for the final game of the season. Three balls and a strike, the stretch. And the pitch now to Boyer. Strike two, a curveball hit the outside corner. He didn't like it. And now it's three and two. That was a curve that Cisco broke overhanded. Dick Groat would be next. Boyer up there. A runner in scoring position and two out. Three balls, two strikes. <coughs> Cisco gets set. Brock a lead. The crowd anxious for a base hit. Now the stretch, the hesitation. From the belt. And the pitch. Ball four. He walked in. Cardinals have runners at first and second with two out. Here's Dick Grode, who could put us out in front. Grode hitting 291. With one homer and 69 runs batted in. Grote hits the ball deep in the right center. <clears throat> and he's a home run threat today, the way the wind is blowing. As any ball hit deep in that direction, it's going to be carried well. Now the stretch. From the belt. The pitch to Grote. Here it is. 
It's a strike over the outside corner at the knee. Dick Grote, veteran shortstop, right-handed batter. Runners at first and second and two out. Now the signal given. The hesitation. The pitch on the way. Slice foul out of play. He's in the hole, strike two. He was trying to go in the right field, but Cisco threw the ball inside to him. Which made it difficult, and he hit the ball off his fist. Mayor Tucker sitting in down in the Cardinal box. With Mr. and Mrs. Bush. Two strikes, no balls. Right-handed hitter digging in. Galen Sisko ready. Now, the stretch. Road in the hole, two strikes and nothing. The pitch from the belt. And here it is. Ooh, boy, barely missed the strike zone. Anything going on quickly in Cincinnati, Roy? There is uh, now one man on. As Captain Shockley just dropped a single into left field, there's one out, and Tony Taylor will be the batter. All right, so the Phillies are batting in the second inning with one on, one out. Here is DeGroat with a count of two strikes and a ball. Signal given. Runners at first and second. Galen Sisko gets ready. Here's the pitch on the way. Outside curve. Ball two. And the count evens at two and two. Galen Sisko trying to hit those corners. Just barely missed that time. Two balls, two strikes. This fellow, once he gets you leaning, will jam you with his fastball, as he did on the second strike to Grote. Two balls, two strikes. Right-hand hitter waits. Now the stretch from the belt. The pitch to Grote. And here it is. A bouncing ball this inning might be over. The pitch is going to have to cover. There's the toss, and he is out. Grote bounces out. From Cranepool to Cisco. And it is no runs. One hit. No errors. Two left. At the end of one in St. Louis, the Phillies, the uh, Cardinals nothing, the Mets nothing. We go to the top of the second inning here. And Charlie Smith, who's a home run threat, he's hit 19 of them this year, steps up to the plate. Batting 240 with 57 RBI. Right-hand hitter digging in. No score. We go into the second inning. Kurt Simmons gets set into the wind-up. The pitch is on the way. There's a high pop fly going towards left field. Groot goes out, calls for the ball. He's under it. He's got it. One away. Charlie Smith popped the Groot in short left. One out. And that'll bring up Bob Taylor. Nickname Hawk. From Metropolis, Illinois. Ed Cranepool would be next. Right-handed batter up there, Taylor. Cardinals on their half of the second will lead off with McCarver, Shannon, and Maxville. Here's the pitch. It's a fastball low and away. 
One ball, no strikes. Kurt Simmons trying for his 19th victory. Now to wind the pitch. And here it is. It's a strike over the outside corner. He threaded the needle that time. One ball and one strike. One man out. Here's the pitch on the way. Slow curve outside. Two balls and a strike. Bob Taylor, the hitter. We're in the second inning. Now the signal given. Here's the pitch on the way. There's a drive. Way back. Way back in the left center. It may. Brock makes a sensational catch. Holy cow. Unbelievable. Lou Brock, a backhanded shoestring catch in left center. A remarkable play. Two away. Holy cow. I've never seen one to match that. seem to have a chance, and the wind is blowing the other way, taking the ball away from him. He just outran the ball. A spectacular backhanded shoestring catch in deep left center while running at full speed. Here's Eddie Cranepool now. Left-hand hitter. The line, the pitch on the way. Lined into short center. Flood coming on. He's there. The inning is over. The Mets go down one, two, three, thanks to a remarkable play. Listen to the hand that Brock is getting as he comes in here. Listen. And it's nothing across at the end of an inning and a half. No score in this ballgame. Keep your eyes open, friend. If it hasn't happened yet, it's bound to happen soon. You'll see a sleek, elegant new car you don't recognize. You'll find yourself wondering what it is. And I'll tell you right now to save you the worry. The big, beautiful car is the all-new Mercury for 1965. You've never seen a Mercury like this before because there's never been a Mercury like this before. It's longer, more luxurious, clearly in the continental tradition. And once you get a chance to look it over closely, once you take it out for a test drive, you'll know right off there's nothing like it in the medium price field. See, drive, admire the all-new Mercury for 65 at your nearest St. Louis area Mercury dealer. Just to give you an idea about the excitement <laughs> that exists here. The scoreboard man in the top of the second for the uh, the uh, Mets made nothing. He put the bottom of the second up before he put the top of the second up. Who's excited? Here's McCarver to lead it off. Tim could take advantage of this breeze. We're in the bottom half of the second inning, a game marked by a remarkable catch by Lou Brock. Now the signal given. There's the windup and the pitch on the left. It's a curve ball into the dirt, ball one. One ball, no strike. It's nothing, nothing at the end of one in Cincinnati. In a moment, we'll flash to Roy May over there. One ball, no strike. Left-handed batter waiting, Tim McCarver. Here's a pitch by Cisco. 
It's a strike call. Quickly, Roy, anything happened in the top of the second. We're at the going into the bottom of the second now, Harry. There's still no score. The Reds coming to bat with Robinson, Johnson, and Edwards. All right, no score at the end of an inning and a half in Cincinnati. Tim McCarver with a count of one ball, one strike. Left-handed batter hitting 284. The pitch on the way. Ball inside. Just barely missed the inside corner. Galen Sisko pitches to good spots. Two balls and a strike. Mike Shannon will be next. We're in the second inning. No score. That's the way it is in Cincinnati with the Phillies and the Reds. Now the sign given. Two balls, one strike. The windup. Here's the pitch on the way. A hot shot. It's four balls down the left field line. Here's McCarver around first. He's going to go to second with a double. He hit the ball right off the bag. A double for McCarver. He didn't get around on that ball, and he hit it off the end of the bat. He didn't really hit it hard. It hit the bag fair and trickled into the Cardinal bullpen in left field. So the Cardinals have a leadoff double here in the second. He hit that ball, Harry, right off his right hip. Actually, it looked as though the ball might have shot in, and it would have been a ball. But he hit it off the hip, unlocked himself somehow, and we have a runner on second with nobody out. And Mike Shannon will be the batter here. The Cardinals trying to break out in front. Something they haven't been able to do. Neither one of these two games previously in the series. Lost one to nothing Friday night, 15 to 5 yesterday. Here's the stretch. And now the pitch on the way. He's foul tips at strike one. Mike Shannon. Hitting 262. He's had nine homers and 42 runs batted in. The Reds are batting in the bottom of the second at Cincinnati with no score. The Cardinals are batting in the bottom of the second in St. Louis with no score. One strike and no ball. Now the signal given. Right hand batter waiting. Galen Sisko. Broad shouldered right handed. Takes his time, gets his sign. Now, from the belt, the pitch is on the way. Folded back, trying to hit the right field. Two strikes and no balls. He's in a hole now. McCarver let off with a double. Shannon up there now. With Dow Maxwell due next, followed by Kurt Simmons, who's not a bad hitting pitcher. Last of the second inning. Right-hand hitter digging in. Cisco, a very methodical, deliberate worker out there. He's in a hurry. Got nothing to do after today until next spring. Two strikes and no ball. Now the sign. Takes a lot of time. He's ready now from the belt. And here's the pitch on the way. There's a line drive to left field. It's going to drop in there for a base hit. There's a runner on third base. He's going to try to score. Here's a throw to the plate. He is safe. There's Shannon class the second. He is out. Shannon singles to left, scoring McCarver. But he's out, trying to take second on the throw to the plate, which was cut off by the third baseman, Charlie Smith, and fire down to Bobby Clough. So the Cardinals are out in front. One to nothing on Shannon's 43rd run batted in. Let's pause quickly. 
This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. Stan KMOX FM, St. Louis. Concrete and steel are important to progress. They move from mine to mill. Wabash Cannonball Freight Service. This is Harry Carey with Jerry Gross at Bush Stadium in St. Louis with Roy May in Cincinnati covering the pennant fight for you. Maxville takes the first pitch outside. One ball, no strikes. Here's a pitch. Sidearm and it's bounce foul. One to nothing in favor of the card. Well, our friends over the downhouse sent over a Redbird cushion or pillow. And we're using it. Maybe it'll bring us some luck today. One ball and one strike. Here's a pitch on the way. Maxville swings and pops up. Easy out. Second baseman there. Hey, the wind almost gave him trouble, and Klaus had to make a one-handed stab. Two out now, and here's Kurt Simmons, the pitcher. One to nothing in favor of the Redbirds. We're in the bottom of the second. It's the first time in this three-game series that the Cardinals have ever led. With a victory, the Cardinals are sure of at least a tie. If they win, the very worst they can do is play in Cincinnati tomorrow. And the best they could do would be to have clinched the pennant. Here's a pitch to Simmons. He fouled it back. If the Cardinals win and the Reds lose, the Cardinals will be the National League champion. If the Cardinals win and the Reds win, there'll be a playoff in Cincinnati starting tomorrow with the second game here Tuesday and the third game, if necessary, here Wednesday. If the Philly, if the Reds lose and we lose, it'll be a three-way tie. Here's a pitch. Strike call, the fastball. Two strikes and no ball. A double by McCarver and a single by Shannon has given the Cardinals the lead here in the second inning. Now the wind. Here's the pitch on the way. A little outside. And the count, two strikes and a ball. If the Cardinals win and the Reds lose, the Cardinals will be the National League champion. If the Cardinals win and the Reds win, there'll be a playoff in Cincinnati starting tomorrow with the second game here Tuesday and the third game, if necessary, here Wednesday. If the Philly, if the Reds lose and we lose, it'll be a three-way tie. Here's a pitch. Strike call, the fastball. Two strikes and no ball. A double by McCarver and a single by Shannon has given the Cardinals the lead here in the second inning. Now the wind. Here's the pitch on the way. A little outside. And the count, two strikes and a ball. There's no score at Cincinnati with the Reds batting in the second. Two strikes, one ball. Left-handed batter waits. Galen Sisko gets set. 
The wind, and here's the pitch on the way. A bouncing ball to the left of the third baseman, a great stop, and now the throw. He is out as Cranepool made a one-handed pickup of the low throw. So that was a fine play all the way around. One run, two hits. No errors and nobody left. At the end of two innings in St. Louis, the Cardinals won the Mets nothing. Before we go into the top of the third, let's go to our man in Cincinnati. Right. All right, Harry, we're now at the end of two as Marty Keogh just flies deep to center to retire the side. So we're going into the third. Still no score in Cincinnati. Okay, nothing, nothing up there. So we're a little bit better off. We're leading one to nothing. Here is George Altman to lead it off against Simmons. And the first pitch is right at his head, and he ducks out of the way. Ball one. One ball and no strikes. Nobody on and nobody out. The ball game in the third. Boy, a spectacular play by Lou Brock. Robbed Bob Taylor of at least a double and perhaps a triple. There's the pitch on the way. Altman foul tips it back. He was really trying to pull that ball into the wind. Altman with nine homers and 47 runs batted in, hitting 229. Charge has been... Hobbled with injuries. Here's a pitch he was going to bunt. Low and outside. Two balls and a strike. Left-hand hitter digging in. Charge off. The pitch by Simmons. A bouncing ball fouled on the first baseline. Anything happening up there, Roy, while we have a second? So now, Bunning and then the top of their batting order coming up for the Phillies in the third. They have a packed house there, too. George Altman, the batter, two balls, two strikes. We're in the third. Kurt Simmons gets ready. Into the windup. Here's the pitch on the way. A fastball a little bit low and inside. Three balls and two strikes on the left-hand hitter. Giorgio. Top half of the third inning. Now the wind the pitch. A tap foul again. Went after a fastball. Three balls, two strikes. Top of the third inning. Hope you're enjoying a cold bottle of Bush Bavarian beer. Right about now. Three balls, two strikes. The wind here's the pitch on the way. Folded back, trying to go to left field with it. And the count is three and two. Larry, the interest here is so great. Every time we open our radio booth door, the transistors which are around the ballpark are giving us quite a feedback. I don't know how we can cure it because they want to hear the ball game too. 3-2 pitch now, swung on and pop foul back, and the count, three balls, two strikes. That's easy, we'll just keep the door closed. Full count of three and two. Left-handed batter up there. Kurt Simmons is set. Here's the pitch on the way. Curve outside, he walked him, so Altman leads off with a walk. That enables the Mets to uh, use their pitcher to sacrifice him along. Galen Sisko coming on. 
Cisco's had six out of 54 as a hitter. He's hit one double. He's driven in four runs. Right-hand batter digging in. Now the sign. And from the belt, the pitch is on the way. Yay, McCarver drops the ball. The pitch is high. One ball, no strike. George Altman, a pretty good runner at first base. White was charging in. Maxwell was coming over to cover. One ball, no strikes. Now the signal given. Ready from the belt. The pitch on the way. He's going to bunt. Strike call. A fastball over the outside corner, knee high. One ball, one strike. Kenny Boyer playing a shallow third base. Bright sunshine here. Now the pitch on the way. He bounced, and it's a good one. Simmons has only one play, and that's the first base where Maxville covers. It's a sacrifice. Simmons fumbled the ball, but the old pro that he is, he didn't panic. He knew the pitcher was running down the line, but he had plenty of time, and he made sure that he picked it up on the second grab and threw him out. So they have the tying run and scoring position with only one out, and they have Bobby Klaus and Ryan McMillan coming up with a chance to drive in the run. We're in the third. Right-hand hitter digging in. There's Simmons getting set. From the belt, the pitch. It's a curve at the knees. A beauty, a strike call. One strike and no balls. Wide at first, wide of the bag. Maxville over near second. They play Klaus to pull. Now Simmons backs off the rubber. One strike and no balls. There's the pitch. Low fastball. Simmons. Fifteen years ago, was on the Philadelphia Philly Whiz Kid team that won the pennant. He helped them win the pennant with 17 victories, but he didn't get to play in the World Series because he was in the service when the series was being played. Here's a strike call to Klaus. Two strikes and a ball. Simmons. Pitching the most important game of the year. Two strikes and a ball. Right-handed batter digging in. We're in the third. The wind blows towards right field and strongly. Simmons pitch at the belt on the way. Fastball is outside and that evens it up. Two balls, two strikes. Bobby Klaus, the hitter. He homered yesterday, his fourth of the year. Had a brother named Billy who was in the major leagues. The Red Sox, Philly's another club. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch on the way. A bouncing ball to Boyer. He should throw him out. There's a long throw to first. He's safe. He, he, he rolls it. Bill White came off the bat. The throw was a little high. White thought he had his toe on the bag. Altman held second. See how they're going to call that. An infield hit for Klaus. That'll bring up Roy McMillan, who can handle that bat. 
White thought that he had come, that his toe had stayed on the bag, and he argues about it. An infield hit. Puts runners at first and second with one out. The slow hopper to Kenny Boy. Roy McMillan up there. He can handle that bat. He can hit to the opposite field. Okay, Roy, quickly, anything happened? In the top of the third inning here, the Phils have men in scoring position at second and third. Johnny Callison will be the batter. Uh, there's one out, and the red bullpen is busy with Joe Nuxall, a left-hander, and Joey... There's a hot smash. Hit to Boyer. Looks like a double play. To Maxwell, one. The first. Two! McMillan hit into a double play. From Boyer to Maxwell to Bill White. That ball was hit like a bullet on one hop right at Kenny Boyer, who executed the double play with a pivot of Maxville. White ending it at first base. So it is one hit, no runs. No errors and one left. We go into the bottom half of the third inning. Cardinals one, Mets nothing. Well, we go into the top, the bottom half of the third inning. Kurt Flood, who lined out to center his first time at bat, will be the hitter. Cardinals leading one to nothing. Now the signal given. Galen Sisko is ready. Here's the windup and out of fifth. It's a strike. A good fastball over the outside corner. One strike and no ball. Capacity crowd on hand. Looks capacity. One strike, no ball. Kurt Flood leading off against Galen Sisko. The pitch is on the way. It's a high curveball. One ball, one strike. Kurt Flood, the hitter. Sisko gets set. Now ready. Into the windup. Here's the pitch. Way outside. Quickly to Cincinnati. Roy, anything happened? Yes, Harry, the Bills have taken the lead. As Russ Covington ripped the single, scoring two men. And What's the score, right? Two to nothing now. In the top of the third, one out, the Bills still batting. Two to nothing in favor of the Phillies, and they're still batting in the third. Here now is Flood. Two balls, one strike. Oh, what excitement here. Now the wind-up by Cisco. Here's the pitch on the way. And it's low and inside, ball three. Three balls and a strike. Nuxall is now relieving Saturis. In the third inning at Cincinnati. Three balls, one strike, here's the pitch. Ball four, he walked him. So we have a runner at first base with nobody out, and here's Lou Brock. Brock singled in the first inning. And with some dazzling base running, wound up at second when Hickman just momentarily juggled the ball. The third baseman, Smith, comes in shallow, expecting a bunt. Left-handed batter waits. There's the stretch, the hesitation. And the pitch. 
And a pitch out, nothing happened. One ball, no strikes. Lou Brock, the batter. Boy, everybody in this ballpark must have a transistor radio. One ball, no strike. Now ready, Brock a lead. Here's the stretch. Well, the lead, rather. Here's a pitch to Brock, and he foul tips. One ball and one strike. The third baseman, Charlie Smith, plays in on the edge of the grass. Brock gave no indication of bunting. Flood is the runner at first with nobody out. One ball, one strike. Now the signal given. Ready. Now the stretch, the hesitation. Flood a long lead. The pitch to Brock. Here it is. Strike two called over the inside corner. Two strikes and a ball. And Brock didn't like that. One Eddie Vargo dust off the plate. Now all set to go. The third baseman drops back another step this time. Left-hand hitter. The wind blowing towards right. Rock has power in that direction. Here's the stretch. And the pitch. Way outside. That evens it up. Two balls, two strikes. A runner at first. We're in the third. Lou Brock waiting. The breeze blows strongly towards right. Galen Sisko takes his time. Into the stretch. From the belt. And the pitch. Outside ball three. And it's a full count of three and two and Flood will be going now. Nobody out. Lou Brock the hitter. Three balls, two strikes. Cardinals leading one to nothing in the bottom of the third. Phillies leading two to nothing in the top of the third. Over Cincinnati. Three balls, two strikes. Left hand batter waiting. Signal given. Now the stretch by Galen Sisko. From the belt. The pitch is on the way. Here it is. Swung and foul tipped as the runner was breaking. Quickly, Roy, what's happened? Runners at first and third. One out. Vic Powers, the batter, with a 2-2 count. Phillies lead. 2-0. Three balls, two strikes. A ball game in the third. One to nothing in favor of the Cardinal. Now the signal given. Galen Sisko on the hill. Flett will be going with the pitch. The 3-2. Here it is. There he goes. A hot shot to the second baseman. Don't play a second. He fumbles the ball. Everybody is safe. Bobby Klaus fumbled the ball for an error. And having the runner going on three and two, he was trying to rush it, thinking he could still get the man at second, and he dropped the ball. And when you drop the ball with Brock running, forget about it. So everybody is safe. Runners at first and second, nobody out. Here's Bill White. White lined out to short his first time up. Left-hand hitter waiting. 
Bill Wakefield has started a warm-up in the bullpen for the Mets. Listen to this crowd. Boy, there's frenzied excitement here. Here's the stretch. And the pitch to White. It's inside a slider, ball one. Oh, Bill could get hold of one, the way that wind is blowing. One ball, no strikes. They want to see the baseball while they look at it. Back to Cincinnati and Roy May. There are two out now with runners at first and second. Tony Taylor just rips the single up the middle. They now lead three to nothing. Good reporting, Roy. Good reporting. <laughs> as long as you can wrench for the Phillies, you're the greatest. Three to nothing in favor of the Phillies, and they're still batting in the third at Cincinnati. One ball, no strikes on Bill White. And now, Galen Sisko is ready. From the belt, the pitch. It's outside. Ball two. And Wakefield is down to the bullpen. Harry, Bill White in checking the records has had great success against Sisko. He hit a home run off him earlier in the season and got a base hit, a two-base hit in an earlier game. Two for five against him going to this one. He hit his first time up a line drive to the shortstop. All right, two balls, no strikes. Runners at first and second, the stretch. The pitch, a bouncing ball to the first baseman, Cranepool. He's going to throw to second. In time, runners are at first and third. Nice play by Ed Cranepool. So White forces Brock. Cranepool to McMillan. Here's Boyer now with runners at first and third, only one out. Oh, we got to win this ball game. Boyer walked his first time up. There. McMillan, the shortstop, talking to Galen Sisko. They're going to play back for the double play. Boyer might try to poke that ball to the opposite field against that defense with Klaus practically standing on second base. Right-handed Vanderwitz. Kenny Boyer waiting. Galen Sisko gets set. The infield back hoping for a double play. Oh, I'd like to see him slice one in the right field. There's the stretch. And the pitch on the way. Uh, double play ball to Klaus. Over to McMillan for what? Over to first base for two. From Klaus to McMillan to Cranepool. So it is no runs. No hits, one air, one left. At the end of three here, the Cardinals won, the Mets nothing. Well, we go into the top of the fourth now. Here comes a three up for Philadelphia. Everybody sees it now. Here's a pitch to Christopher and a slow curve strike is gone. One strike and no ball. Joe Christopher beat out a bun his first time up. Christopher hitting 301. 16 homers and 76 runs batted in. Simmons gets set. The windup now, the pitch on the way. There's a high pop fly. Short right field. Shannon waiting for the ball. He's got it one up. Christopher fly to Shannon and right. One away, and here's Jim Hickman, a power hitter. 11 homers and 57 RBIs, batting 259. He flied out to right his first time up. A balloon comes. 
flowing onto the field. Well, that's that's how high we'll all be if the Reds lose and the Cardinals win today. There's the pitch on the way now to Hickman. It's a little bit inside. One ball and no strikes. The football Cardinals lead 14 to 10 at the half. Now the pitch slow curve of beauty. That evens it up for the ball and a strike. One out. Nobody on base. One to nothing in favor of the Cardinals. Would feel a lot better if we could make a few more runs. One ball, one strike, the pitch on the way. It's a high fastball. Ball two. Two balls and a strike. Looking ahead to the Cardinal fourth, it'll be Grote leading off. We had a great chance in the third, but White and Boyer were retired. With infield ground ball. Two balls, one strike, the pitch. There's a fly ball, left field, Brock coming over. He's there now. He makes the catch. Hickman flied to Brock and left. And here's Charlie Smith. Popped up his first time up, right-handed batter. We're in the top of the fourth. Let's pause quickly for a cold bottle of Bush Bavarian beer. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. KMOX and KMOX FM, St. Louis. Only DX gasoline contains the element boron. Fill up with DX Super Boron. Drive a car that's alive. This is Harry Carey with Jerry Gross in St. Louis, and now to Cincinnati and Roy May. Jim Bunning just up the field, down in order in the third, so at the end of three, it's Phillies three, Reds nothing. All right, here's a strike call now to Charlie Smith. So it's three to nothing at the end of three, Philadelphia over Cincinnati. Charlie Smith is the batter. One ball, one strike. The line now, the pitch by Simmons. And here it is. Let up pitch outside. Two balls and a strike. Top of the fourth. Cardinals leading one to nothing. Oh, these Mets give us a battle. Now the wind, the pitch. Here it is. He swung and he missed. Strike two. And the count is evened up. Two balls, two strikes. Billy McCool is relieved for the Reds now in the fourth. So, the Phillies lead three to nothing with McCool relieving Nuxall, who probably went out for a pinch hit. Two balls, two strikes, the pitch on the way. There's a little pop foul out of play into the stand. And the count evened up. Two balls, two strikes. Two men out. Ball game in the fourth. Charlie Smith, the batter. Kurt Simmons in another pitching duel with Galen Sisko. Two balls, two strikes. The wind-up, the pitch, and here it is. There's a drive way back. It might be out of here if it stays fair. It could be. It's a... Home run! Just down the right field line, and this ball game is tied. Charlie Smith has just hit his 20th home run of the year. The only hope was it might go foul, but it stayed fair. Right down the line, and the ball game's tied one and one. Charlie Smith's 20th home run. Boy, that takes the steam out of the crowd. Here is 
Bob Taylor was robbed of an extra base hit on a remarkable play by Lou Brock. The pitch, slow curve, lined in the left of base hit. Taylor is on there. And that'll bring up Ed Cranepool, a power left-handed hitter. Boy, that chance we missed in the third inning. Runners at first and second. Nobody out with White and Boyer. Boyer hit his ball sharply, but he hit it right up the middle, which is exactly where they were playing him. They figure he'll be trying to pull every time, and so they give him all the right field. And with the wind blowing towards right today, that's the power field. Here's the pitch, and it's low. One ball, no strike. Bob Gibson is limbering up in the bullpen for the Cardinals. A tied-up ball game. Now the stretch, the hesitation, the pitch on the way. There's a pop fly. Everybody chasing it. Who's going to get it? Flood is there. He's got it to retire the side. Cranefield again flied to Flood. One run, two hits, no errors, one left. We go into the bottom of the fourth, all tied up. The Mets won. The Cardinals won. Particular about taste? You bet I'm particular, and my pell-mells prove it. Particular people take particular pleasure in the good taste of pell-mell. Yes, pell-mell's natural mildness means just one thing, smooth, pleasing flavor. Cincinnati, right? At the top of the fourth, there's nobody on, and uh, one out with Jim Bunning, the batter. How's Bunning look? Very good, Harry. Okay. Here's the Grote to lead it off for the Cardinals at the bottom of the fourth, all tied up one and one. Oh, we got to get some runs. Amazing how this ball club holds us. Nine of the games played with the Mets have been decided by one run. In two out of the last three games we've played with them, and they won all three, by the way, the pitch to Grote is a strike call. They beat us two to one, one to nothing, and of course walloped us yesterday, 15 to five. The last time we beat the Mets was by the score of two to one. So they're pitching just buffaloes. Here's Grote. One strike, no ball. Cisco's pitch is on the way. There's a drive down the right field line. Foul by about a foot and a half. So Grote is in the hole. Two strikes and nothing. Bottom half of the fourth inning. All tied up one and one. And Cincinnati batting 
Our Philadelphia batting in the top of the fourth leads Cincinnati three to nothing. Growth the batter. Two strikes and nothing. We're in the fourth. Now the pitch on the way, and it's a curveball high. The Phils didn't score in the fourth. The Reds are now batting, trailing three to nothing. Two strikes and a ball. The present pace, the Cincinnati game is ahead of ours. Oh, just about equal. We're in the bottom of the fourth. They're in the bottom of the fourth. Two strikes and a ball, the pitch to growth. Into the dirt, low. That evens it up. Two balls, two strikes. Cardinals have had three hits. The Mets have had four hits. The Mets had a home run from Charlie Smith down the right field line to the pavilion roof. His 20th home run of the year. <clears throat> he went to the opposite field and took advantage of the win. The little fellow's had a great year. Anytime he had 20 home runs in this league, you've done something. Here's the pitch to grow. There's a fly ball, deep right center field. That's going to go all the way to the wall, maybe extra bases. Groves around first, heading for second. Here's the throw. He's going to make it easily. A double. Gray opens the fourth with a double to right center. And now it'll be McCarver, who doubled the left in the second. Followed by Shannon. That's the lead run at second base. Nobody out. Carver takes a look at Vern Benson coaching third. Now the stretch. The pitch is on the way. A bouncing ball back to the mound. He holds the runner at second, throws to first, and McCarver's out. Boy, that hurt. He didn't pull the ball at all. Just pushed his bat at it. Get it right back to the pitcher. One situation you've got to try to pull because a ground ball to the first base side would put Grote third with one out. As it is now, takes a base hit to score. Here's Shannon who drove in our first run with a single to left. Grote in scoring position with one out. Now the stretch, the hesitation. The pitch is on the way. It's a fastball low, ball one. Down Maxville will be next. One and one, we're in the bottom of the fourth. The Mets have won the first two games, trying to make it a clean sweep. The Phillies are leading the Reds three to nothing in the bottom of the fourth at Cincinnati. One ball, no strikes. The pitch is on the way. He had a good cut on that one, and he fouled it off. One ball, one strike. Anything happening, right? Quickly. One one and one out here for the Reds in the bottom of the fourth inning, and Frank Robinson. All right, one ball, one strike here. Shannon, the batter. Score tied, 1-1. Galen Sisko rubs up the baseball. Now we're ready.
outfield bunches Shannon towards center. Cisco gets set. Rode a long lead at second base. Rode second base. And the 1-1 pitch is on the way. And here it is. He had a cut and he fouled it back. Boy, he had a good swing at a curveball that time. They returned the ball to the pitcher and almost hit him in the face. He wasn't looking. Two strikes and a ball. In Cincinnati, is Robinson still upright? Yes, he is, Harry, with a 1-1 count. A runner at first. One out. Two strikes and a ball here, with one out and a runner at second, and Mike Shannon the batter. Down Maxville would be next. 1-1 tie. Charlie Smith, who hit a home run yesterday, and another one today. Now the stretch. From the belt. And the pitch to Shannon on the way. A pop fly in the short center field is going to be caught. Hickman is there. He's got it to away. Shannon didn't have much of a swing of that one. So there's two out here in the fourth. And here's Dow Maxville. He popped up his first time. Right-handed hitter up there. Playing in place of the injured Javier. Maxville batting 222. Right-handed hitter. Galen Susco takes his time, rubs up the baseball. Now ready. From the belt. There's the pitch to Maxville. It's a high inside curveball, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Maxville. Not a power hitter. No homers and two RBIs batting 222. Chokes up on the bat about an inch from the end. One ball, no strikes. The stretch. And the pitch to Maxville. Oop, he backs off the rubber. Galen Sisko. Very deliberate. After this pitch will flash back to Cincinnati. There's the stretch. And the pitch to Maxville. Here it is. Line drive. Base hit. Here's a man going to try to score. Here's Jim Hickman up with the ball. And he scores. The Cardinals lead 2-1. to one. Maxville single the center scoring group. And the Cardinals lead 2-1. to one. Now let's see if anything has happened in Cincinnati. Out here now as Frank Robinson uh, struck out, but the ball got away from the catcher, and Pinson is on second base now. The batter is Darren Johnson. Two out, Philly three, Reds nothing in the bottom of the fourth. All right, here's Kurt Simmons now. Down Maxville drives in his third run of the year, and he ripped that ball hard up the middle. And Simmons steps up there. Two to one in favor of the cart. Bill Wakefield arms up again for the Mets. Cisco getting ready. Now the stretch by Cisco and the pitch to Simmons. And here it is. Outside ball one. One ball and no strikes. Cisco, broad-shouldered right-hander, who's won six, lost 18. Two 
two to one, the Cardinals lead. We're in the bottom of the fourth. Cranefold doesn't hold the runner on. He plays back off the bag at first. The stretch. The pitch now to Simmons. Here it is. Outside, ball two. Two balls or nothing. Kurt Flood would be next. Redbirds trying to build up a cushion, which is hard to do against this ball club. Two balls, no strikes. The Phillies beat the Mets 15 out of 18 this year, and we wonder how in the world they did it. Two balls, no strikes. Now the stretch from the belt. The pitch to Simmons. It's ball three low. Three balls and no strikes. Two out, a runner at first. Maxville bolted in the tie-breaking run. The football Cardinals are leading in Washington, 21 to 10. Three balls, no strikes. Two out. Runner at first base. Flood would be next. Galen Sisko gets set. Now from the belt, the pitch on the way. Here it is. Ball four. He walked in. So we have runners at first and second with two out. And Kurt Flood coming up. Let's switch now to Cincinnati and see if the Reds are still batting in their fourth. The situation the same here. A man on second base, two out, and a one-two count on Darren Johnson. All right, right. Here's Kurt Flood. Simmons at first. Maxville at second. Ball game in the fourth. The Reds did not score in the fourth. Here's a stretch now and the pitch to Flood. It's inside ball one. One ball, no strikes. Kurt Flood who lined out his first time, walked his second time. Brock would be next. Right-handed batter waiting. Two to one in favor of the Cardinal. Here's the stretch. And the pitch on the way. He swung and he missed. He was going for the pump that time. What's what's that, Roy? Here's the stretch. One ball, one strike. A bouncing ball just ought to end the inning. McMillan's got it. Flips to second. Flood for Simmons. From McMillan to Klaus. One run. Two hits. No errors. Two left. At the end of four, the Cardinals two, the Mets one. Top of the fifth, the Cardinals lead two to one. George Allman will lead it off. Anything going on in Cincinnati, Roy? Yes, Terry. In the top of the fifth inning, Richie Allen has just homered against the center field wall. They now lead four to nothing. Nobody out. Nobody on. All right. Wonderful. Richie Allen has just homered, and the Reds and the Phillies lead four to nothing in Cincinnati. Here's uh, George Altman up there. One strike and no ball. Now the wind. Here's the pitch on the way. 
And he started a swing and he held up. One ball, one strike. They're in the fifth at Cincinnati with the Phillies leading. Four to nothing. Left-handed batter Altman waits. He walked his first time at bat. Here's the windup now. The pitch by Simmons. And it gets away from McCarver. Two balls and a strike. A little bit inside. In behalf of Bush Bavarian Beer, we sincerely hope that you've enjoyed another season of Cardinal Baseball broadcast. Two balls, one strike. The pitch is on the way. Fouled out of play in the count is in. Two balls, two strikes. Altman the batter. We're in the fifth, and they're in the fifth up there. We lead two to one. The Reds trail four to nothing. Two balls, two strikes. Now the windup, and here's the pitch on the way. Line drive, base hit for Altman. Altman singles to center. And so, once again, the tying one is on base with nobody out, enabling their pitcher, Galen Siskel, to come up and sacrifice. Altman single to center. Football score, Harry, at the end of three quarters, the football Cardinals lead 21 to 10 over the Redskins. Okie doke, here's Cisco. And the stretch, the pitch on the way. He bunts and it's a good one. Boy, they can lay that ball down. There's a throw to first to Maxville. They just don't fail on that sacrifice, do they? And the play goes from Boyer to Maxville as Cisco sacrifices. And here is Bobby Klaus. Right-handed batter. The ball game in the fifth. The Redbirds in a real struggle with the Mets, but leading two to one. Mets have the tying run at second base, one out. The stretch now, the pitch on the way. He swung and he missed the fastball, strike one. One strike and no ball. One out. Grote edging a little bit towards Altman. He has a long lead. Simmons pitch. Strike two, hit the corner. A fastball that nipped the outside corner. So it's two strikes and no ball. One out. And a man in scoring position here in the fifth. The delivery on the way. There's a high pop fly. That should be caught by somebody. Maxville is there. He's under the ball. Hey, he lets it drop. And here's the runner around third holding up. Klaus winds up at second base. Shannon could have caught the ball. But Maxville had called for it. And the wind grabbed it. Come on, Mike, take those kind. Gee, an easy pop fly. Now they have the leading run at second, the tying run at third. Maxfield had called for the ball, so Shannon let him have it. And he didn't play the wind at all. And it goes for a double. And now McMillan, the tough man up there with runners at second and third, and the infield has to come in. 
McMillan hit the ball sharply in the third, but into a double play. Right hand batter waits. Simmons in a jam. Ready to wind up. Here's a pitch on the way. It's outside. Joe Christopher would be next. The Cardinals in trouble. Bob Gibson down in the bullpen. We lead 2-1, to one, but a pop fly was just permitted to drop as Dal Maxville miscalculated the win. One ball, no strike, the pitch on the way. And it's outside, ball two. Two balls and nothing. Shannon in right, Flood in center, Brock in left. What really hurt about that one was that Shannon could have caught the ball. But Maxville kept yelling for it, so Shannon had to back away from him, fearing a collision whereby the ball might drop. And so, by retreating, he wasn't able to lunge for the ball as Maxville, completely misjudging it, allowed it to drop. Two balls, no strike. Infield in. Can Simmons pitch out of this? He's behind the hitter, two balls and nothing. Now he's ready. Into the windup he goes, and here's the pitch on the way. Line drive's going to score both, and the Mets have taken the lead. Into the corner, McMillan's on his way to second base. A double to left, and the Cardinals trail three to two. McMillan, a tough hitter in the clutch. And now both of the two of the teams, right now, <laughs> if everything would end the way it is now, there'd be a triple tie starting tomorrow in Philadelphia with the Reds playing the Phillies. Boy, that high pop fly, that, that really hurt. Changed the whole inning around. And now Joe Christopher comes up. Bob Gibson is down in the bullpen. And Gibson in relief, you don't know. Here comes the manager, Johnny Keene, out. And Gibson's going to be brought in here. Simmons has been KO'd. Oh, that's a shame on that pop fly. If Maxville had just stayed away from it, completely why it would have been all right. But it started out like a uh, routine pop fly behind first, and he kept yelling for it and running out for it, so Shannon stopped coming in. And then he didn't come within five feet of it. Simmons is going to stay in there. Just a little chat. One out. Three to two in favor of the Mets. Boy, are we ever going to beat these fellas? All right, now he just, uh, Johnny just wanted to give Gibson a little more time to get ready. Now he's coming out, which means that, uh, 
uh, Simmons will have to go out because he's come out twice in one inning. All right, let's go now to Roy May in Cincinnati and see what the picture is there. We're going into the bottom of the fifth inning now with the Phillies out in the front, four to nothing. And in the top of the inning, as you know, Richie Allen hit that long home run to center field. So that's the situation. The Reds coming with that in the bottom of the fifth. Phillies leading four to nothing. And the Reds are trailing four to nothing, as you heard, and we're losing three to two here. And Bob Gibson comes in in relief. Let's see, for Gibson. This is only the fourth, the fifth time that he's relieved. He comes into the ball game trailing three to two. Kurt Simmons has been knocked out here. Two doubles and a single, but one double with just a high pop fly behind first base. The young Dow Maxville misjudged, let the wind carry it away from him, and it dropped behind him. As he was calling, he had it. So Gibson now comes in. He lost one to nothing Friday night. Makes us particularly uh, tough for you, for us, is that the Reds are losing, which is the combination you need. A Cardinal victory and a Red defeat would clinch the pennant for the Cardinals. A Met victory and a Philadelphia victory would throw the three teams into a tie, which would make all-time baseball history a three-way tie necessitating a round-robin playoff. All right, Joe Christopher will be the batter. One out. A man in scoring position. The Mets lead 3-2. to two. The stretch, the hesitation. And the pitch to Christopher. Straight call, a good fastball. One strike and no balls. Christopher beat out a bun on the first. He's hitting 301. He flied out to right on the fourth. Jim Hickman, another right-handed batter, will be next. Here's a stretch. And from the belt, the pitch on the way. A high fly ball to right. Shannon is there waiting for it. He's got it. Two gone. Here's Hickman, a right-handed batter. Simmons cannot be the winner in this game. He could be the loser if the Cardinals... Never catch up. He would be the winner, the loser, if the Cardinals don't catch up. We've got a long way to go. Now Hickman comes out. Nothing out of two in this ball game. He had nothing out of four against Gibson Friday night. Man's in scoring position. One out. Now the stretch, the hesitation, and the pitch on the way. It's a fastball high and inside ball one. One ball, no strikes. In the fifth. The 
The delivery by Gibson on the way. A tap right in front of the plate. McCarver's got it, throws the first in time. And so the inning is over, and Gibson did the job. There's two runs score, however, on three hits. No errors and one left. And now we go into the bottom of the fifth. The Mets three, the Cardinals two. We like to talk to you ladies now about some very good reasons for using cotton-made instant spray starch on ironing day. First of all, cotton-made is a work saver. A few light sprays over hard-to-iron areas is all you need to make ironing smoother. Clothes stay neat longer. Use cotton-made on cuffs and collars especially. It'll keep them looking fresh all day. Secondly, cotton-made is a money saver. You see, it comes in a safe plastic refillable bottle. You save a great deal over the cost of aerosol sprays. You don't throw the spray bottle away. You refill it from the economy-sized quart. And because Cotton Made has a window spray-type plunger, you get just the amount of spray that you need. You don't have all that pressure. You never use too much. And thirdly, get a bottle of Cotton Made next shopping day. Be sure to look for the refill when your pint sprayer gets low. Cotton Made, a product of Anheuser-Busch Incorporated. Before we move now to the last half of the fifth inning, with the Redbirds down 3-2, we'll take time for station identification. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. KMOX and KMOX FM, St. Louis. Only DX gasoline contains the element boron. Fill up with DX Super Boron. Drive a car that's alive. This is Harry Carey with Jerry Gross. A beautiful Bush Stadium in St. Louis. The Cardinals trailing by a run. Three to two, here's Lou Brock to lead it off. Galen Sisko has been on the ropes, but he leads. Here's the pitch to Brock on the way. He had a cut and he missed strike one. Quickly, Roy, what's going on in Cincinnati? We're at the end of five now, Harry. Still, Phillies four reds nothing, and Jim Bunning looks sharp indeed. He's got these reds popping up all over the place. Let's hope he continues. One strike and no ball. Rock the hitter. Here's the pitch on the way. Outside, and that evens it up. One ball, one strike. Come on, Lou. Let's pump one out on the Grand Avenue. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch on the way. He had a cut, and boy, that's what he had in mind, but he fouled it off. Two strikes and a ball. It's at the end of five now, four to nothing. Philadelphia at Cincinnati. They haven't posted that other one yet. Two strikes in the wall. Lou Brock waits. The ball game in the fifth. Cisco's pitch is on the way. Way outside. And the count evens at two balls, two strikes. What is it, Roy? I didn't get you. Joey J? Joey J, the new pitcher for the Reds in the sixth. Four to nothing, Philadelphia. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch to Brock. Low ball three. Barely missed the strike zone. Harry looked as though Cisco had trouble with his curveball in the fourth inning, but here in the fifth, he's had trouble getting the fastball over, which is tailing away from the left-handed hitter. Cardinals one run behind. 
Galen Sisko getting ready. Here's the windup on the pitch. He double pumps and then stops. And now he starts all over again. And now he delivers three and two. Ball four, he walked up. Maybe this is the inning we can break it open. Here's Bill White, who lined out the shot and bounced into a force play. Cardinals have been out hit seven to five, outscored three to two. Activity down in the Met bullpen. Boy, this Casey Stengel is playing it right down to the hilt, which is the way the game is supposed to be played. Here goes Hunt Taylor out to talk to the pitcher. Bill White will be the batter. None of our left-handed batters have taken advantage of this wind yet. Bob, uh, Bill Hunter is the left-hander down there, and Bill Wakefield the right-hander. Come on, Bill. Pump one out on the roof. Runner at first, nobody out. Boyer will be next. Galen Sisko getting set. There's the stretch. The throw to first, and Brock is back. Cisco just lobbed the ball. Bob Taylor, the catcher. Bill White, the batter. Brock a lead. There's the pitch. Pitch out. He's not going. One ball and no strikes. Runner at first. Nobody out. Fifth inning. Now the signal given. The stretch, Broccoli. There's the pitch. He's not going. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Let's go to Cincinnati and Roy May as Casey Stengel comes out of the dugout here. Right. In the top of the sixth inning, the Bills have the start of something. They have runners at first and second, nobody out, and pitcher Jim Bunning at the plate. They're looking for the punt, of course. So the Phillies are threatening to get more up there with runners at first and second and nobody out. Casey Stengel is coming out to talk to Galen Sisko. A left-hander is down in the bullpen, Will Hunter. Back to Cincinnati and Roy May. Here in the sixth inning, the bases are now loaded. As Bunning dropped a bunt, they let it roll and it stayed fair. Bases loaded, nobody out. Gonzalez will be the batter. Well, come on, let's us have an inning now. It looks like the Phillies might be headed for one. Already leading four to nothing. Now the bases loaded and nobody out. Come on, Bill. Two balls, no strikes. Cisco stays in there. Now the stretch, the hesitation. And here's the pitch. Line drive, right field, base hit. And Brock stops at second base. And the Cardinals have runners at first and second and nobody out with Kenny Boyer coming up. Boyer walked and hit into a double play. And let's see now what the Cardinals do. Will Boyer hit or will he bunt? There's a left-hander and a right-hander down in the bullpen for the Mets. Gary? 
Boyer this year has faced Cisco six times. He had a home run and a triple off him earlier this year. But he's 0 for 1 here this afternoon, grounded into the double play. Yet he did hit the ball very hard at Klaus for the double play. All right, Boyer the batter. Runners at first and second and nobody out. The Cardinals are trailing 3 to 2. The Phillies are leading the Reds. Now the signal given. Right-handed batter digging in. This crowd is really alive. The stretch, the hesitation. And now the pitch. It's low, a fastball, ball one. One ball and no strikes. Hunter, the left-hander, Wakefield, the right-hander, continue to pump in the bullpen. This might be Cisco's last man if he doesn't retire him. Now the stretch. And the pitch to Boyer. A hot shot. Left field. Base hit. The tying run is in. Here's another man racing for third. There goes Boyer to second with a double. The Cardinals have tied it up. As Boyer doubled past Charlie Smith in the left field. And now Casey Stengel coming out. The score tied 3-3. Runners at second and third and nobody out. And I believe it's going to be Wakefield. Bill Wakefield's going to come in. That for Boyer. Run batted in number 119. Let's go now to Cincinnati and see what's happened there. And here at Crosley Field, the Phillies now lead 6 to nothing. 6 to nothing. Runners at first and second. Nobody out. And Richie Allen at the plate. There you have it. The Phillies are now leading six to nothing and still batting. Oh, what excitement here today. I wish you could all be here. Harry, as we mentioned earlier, Cisco had fastball trouble in the inning. And when he did come in with what appeared to be an off-speed pitch to Boyer, 1-0, and Kenny, rather than being overeager, waited for the pitch and lined it just inside the line for the big double. Something else in Cincinnati. What is it, Roy? Harry, Richie Allen has broken this game wide open. They now lead 9 to nothing. He just homered into the right field bleachers. 9 to nothing. 9 to nothing in favor of the Phillies. The Cardinals could clinch the pennant with a victory here today. Holy cow! Hold on to that cold bottle of Bush Bavarian beer, friends, because a celebration might take place here today. Angelo down in Omaha just ordered 100 cases, he tells me in a wire. And, uh, you know, we were on Armed Forces Network the other day, and Willie Buholzer who is Gussie Bush's brother-in-law, who lives in Luzerne, Switzerland, listening to the Armed Forces Network really pulling for the St. Louis Cardinals. From Luzerne, we just received this wire. I hope the Armed Forces is with us again today because the, national, the Cardinals maybe will clinch the National League pennant. They are carrying our broadcast all over the world today. Hey, hey. What else is new? 
listen to this crowd. All right, Bill Wakefield is the new pitcher. The game tied 3-3, the infield in. The wind-up by Wakefield, the pitch to Grote. Outside slider. Oh, a base hit now. The Cardinals would be leading. Bill Wakefield, who comes out of the Cardinal chain. One ball, no strike. Into the windup, the pitch to Grote. Here it is. He swung trying to hit the right field, and he missed. One ball, one strike. They're listening to us down in Antigua, in the British West Indies, throughout the Caribbean area. So our appreciation to Gordon Bridge and the gang at Armed Forces Network. Here is Grote. Here's the windup by Wakefield. Here's the pitch. He fouled it back, and he's in the hole. Two strikes and the ball. Tim McCarver will be next. Cardinals are tied here. 3-3. Three, three. Runners at second and third. Nobody out. The Met infield playing shallow. Big Bill Wakefield in relief. He's out of Kansas City. Two strikes and a ball. Now all set. This crowd is in a hysterical frenzy. Two strikes and a ball. Now the line. Here's the pitch on the way. Foul back and out of play. Grove trying to get a piece of that ball. The infield in. Two strikes and a ball on. Veteran shortstop Dick Grove. Bill Hunter, a left-hander. And Jack Fisher, a right-hander, down to the bullpen for the Mets. we got to get some runs. Two strikes and a ball. Wakefield is ready. There's the windup now and the pitch on the way. He fouled it back again. Grote staying alive. He's trying to hit that ball to the first base side of the infield. White's at third. Boyer's at second. Brock has scored. The tying run. The Cardinals with a chance to blow it open here. And the Phillies are leading nine to nothing at Cincinnati. Two strikes, one ball. The line, the pitch. Here it is. A ground ball up the middle off the pitcher's glove. The run scores. Good is thrown out at first base. The Cardinals lead four to three. And Boyer held second base, not knowing whether White would break for the plate or not. Give uh, Wakefield an assist on the play also. He deflected the ball. A run batted in for Grove number 70. Here's McCarver now with a runner at second and only one out. That Richie Allen has really put on a show these, this last week. Certainly in this 
Cincinnati series. As soon as we get a moment, we'll have our man in Cincinnati come in. There's the stretch. They're going to walk McCarver intentionally now to bring up Mike Shannon, an intentional pass. Well, while this is being done, Roy, any more up there in the sixth? No, Harry, Bill Henry came in to put out the fire and retired the three man he faced, but a little bit too late as uh, the Bills jumped all over uh, Joey Jay here in the sixth inning for five hits and five runs including a home run by Richie Allen, his second of the day, along with a double. Three out of four for Allen. So we're going into the bottom of the sixth. Nine to nothing, the Phillies over the rest. All right, McCarver's been intentionally passed. We have runners at first and second. And here's Mike Shannon. There's only one out. Down Maxville would be next. Oh, to pump one out of here now. To give a little cushion. The Cardinals leading four to three with Gibson in relief of Kurt Simmons. Now the stretch from the belt. The pitch to Shannon. He takes it inside ball one. One ball, no strike. Shannon, who drove in a run our first of the day in the second inning, hitting 262, nine homers and 43 RBIs. One ball, no strikes, one out. All right, right. One ball, no strikes. There's Bill Wakefield getting ready. Now the pitch. Low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Maxwell would be next. Oh, for an in-betweener now to get a little breathing room. Cardinals one run ahead. The Phillies nine runs ahead. Two balls, no strikes. Now the stretch, the hesitation. And the pitch on the way. Strike! Slider hit the outside corner at the knee. Bill Wakefield, a product of the Van Johnson League. The football Cardinals beat Washington 23-17. to Two balls and a strike. Right-hand batter waiting. Mike Shannon, the hitter. The pitch. He swings at a curve, and he made him look bad on that one. Here comes the five for the Phillies on the scoreboard. Two balls, two strikes. Right-handed batter digging in. There's the stretch. And now the pitch. He struck him out. Shannon goes down swinging. So here's Dal Maxville. He drove in a run in the fourth. Can he drive in another one here in the fifth? Bob Gibson would be next. Four to three in favor of the Cardinals. Maxville popped out and singled in a run. Now the one-one, uh, the uh, first pitch is a curveball outside. Ball one, one ball to no strikes. Oh, if we win this one, 
The World Series will start here Wednesday against the Yankees. But we got to win this ball game. One ball, no strikes. The pitch. Outside, ball two. Two balls and nothing. Down Maxville. That little fellow, but he can sting that ball. The outfield plays him shallow. They don't expect him to hit for power. Expect him to hit for power. Two balls, no strikes. Now the stretch. And from the belt, here's the pitch. Uh, ground ball to right, a base hit. Here's a runner going to try to score. Christopher fumbles the ball. And the Cardinals have another run. Maxville, single to right. And the Cardinals. And here comes Casey Stengel out. So Maxville certainly is atoned for that pop fly. He's driven in two runs. And the Redbirds lead five to three with two out and pitcher Bob Gibson coming up. Jack Fisher, a right-hander, is going to be the next pitcher. What a motion packed with the installation of Dow Maxville into the lineup. You can imagine what went through his mind, the mind of anyone who would come into a game deciding the pennant, Harry. This young man had only been to the plate 22 times prior to this ball game, and he has come up with two clutch hits and driven in two big runs, perhaps the biggest runs of his career. All right, it will be Jack Fisher. So, uh, let's get a later report now as he walks in from the bullpen from Cincinnati. Here in the bottom of the sixth inning, the Reds are batting with the one out. They have a man at first, and uh, Chico Ruiz is at the plate. Billy's leading nine to nothing, and Harry, it's good to hear that good news from St. Louis. <laughs> All right, Jack Fisher takes over the third pitcher. He started the ball game yesterday, was knocked out. Cisco started today, then Wakefield. Bob Gibson, who was stymied trying for his 19th victory when he lost one to nothing Friday, would be the pitcher of record if the Cardinals can hold this lead. So he still would have a chance to win his 19th. Zadecki has 120. Simmons is 118. Gibson will be trying for number 19. And a youngster from Webster Groves, Billy Southworth, playing in a major league game, just hit his first home run. Billy Southworth playing for the Braves is homered with a man on. He's a graduate from Webster Groves High School, a great athlete over there. Well, Bob Gibson's going to be the hitter. We have runners at first and third. Maxville, who has driven in two runs today. He singled on the ground just beyond the glove of that crane pole. Oh, what a finish. 
You all enjoying yourselves here at the ballpark today? <laughs> Wonderful. All right, here's Bob Gibson now, and here's the pitch. And it's a slider outside. Gibson, a good hitting pitcher. Five to three in favor of the Cardinals. We're in the last of the fifth. Phillies have a big lead over the Reds. Now the stretch. And the pitch on the way. He folded out of play into the upper deck. One ball and one strike. the hesitation from the belt. The pitch on the way. He was going to bunt, but he missed it. Strike two. Two strikes in the ball. It's a tough pitch to bunt. Caught the outside corner at the knee. Two strikes and the ball. Now ready. From the belt. Fisher steps back. Two strikes, one ball. The pitch. Slider outside. And that evens it up with two balls, two strikes. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch to Gibson. And here it is. A high pop foul might go out of play over near the stands, and nobody can reach it. Two balls, two strikes. The Cardinals with a chance to clinch the National League pennant as the Reds are trailing nine to nothing. The Redbirds leading five to three. Jack Fisher getting ready. Oh, the fates wouldn't be so cruel as to deprive us this one, would they? Two balls, two strikes, a stretch. The pitch, he struck him out. Gibson goes down swing. Well, that ends the inning, but a good inning. Three-run score on three hits. No errors, two left. The Cardinals have stranded seven and at the end of five. The Cardinals five, the Mets three. Well, here we're going into the sixth. Charlie Smith, who homered and popped up, will be the hitter against Bob Gibson. Let's go to Cincinnati now. Roy, what happened in the bottom of the sixth? Well, Harry, we're going into the seventh now. Billy's still leading nine to nothing. These Reds can't do a thing against uh, Jim Bunning. He's allowed just three hits, struck out four, and walked no one. And Tony Taylor will lead off here in the seventh inning. The Phillies leading. Ah, here's Charlie Smith in the first pitch swung on. A little fly ball in the short center. Flood coming on. And he makes the catch. Smith popped the flood in short center field. One out. Well, I know there's going to be a lot of commotion and excitement after the game. If it ends like we all pray it does. 
So as we go along, we certainly want to express our appreciation on behalf of everybody up here for your loyalty and friendship down through the years. It's been a hectic, marvelous, wonderful year. Here's a pitch to Bob Taylor, and it's a curved strike call to our stations along the line, to our originating station with Bob Hyland. Our Gardner Advertising Agency. Here's a pitch. There's a curve strike call. Bill Fisher and Ed Langan. To all the people here at the ballpark. Doggy Lynch and Emma Bach and Ed Keating and Eddie Mesher. Among others. Two strikes, no balls. A pitch to Taylor's outside. To our various engineers. Our originating station. Roy May was in Cincinnati today for Jack Buck and for Jerry Gross. Here's a pitch. Hot shot to left. Oh, Groat made a great effort. It's a single. And Taylor is on with his second hit. So just in case we don't have a chance at the end of the game and all the excitement that might be, be existing to Bernie Fox and the rest of the fellows who do so, so much for us. Too many of the engineers to mention, but we mention them all after every game. Here's Ed Cranefull. Boy, here's a threat. The left-handed batter, the pitch is a strike call. He drove in the only run against Gibson Friday night. Five to three, the Cardinals are leading. Now from the belt, the pitch. Low. To our sponsors, those on the dugout show and those on the scoreboard show. And above all, those on the baseball, Bush Bavarian Beer and the American Tobacco Company. One ball, one strike. The pitch on the way to Crane pulls the strike call. Two strikes in the ball. We're in the sixth. Five to three in favor of the Cardinal. Oh, I'd like to get a few more runs. I'd like about seven more. Two strikes, one ball. And the pitch on the way. Fastball outside. It's even up at two balls, two strikes. Yeah. Two balls, two strikes. Ed Cranepool waiting. Here's the pitch. Low outside ball three. Three balls, two strikes. On Ed Cranepool, a dangerous left-handed batter who's hit ten home runs, including a big one with two on yesterday. Got to worry about him. The Cardinals leading only by two. It's still anybody's ball game. Three balls, two strikes. The stretch. Here's the pitch. He walked him. So that men at first and second with one out. Let's go to Cincinnati, right? In the seventh, the Phillies now lead 10 to nothing as Tony Taylor scored on Bobby Wine's sacrifice fly. Back to you, Harry. So the Phillies continue to add. They now lead 10 to nothing in the seventh. Here's George Altman. Left-handed batter, Bob Gibson. Altman represents the lead run at the plate, the stretch. Here's the pitch. He swings and he misses strike one. 
One strike and no ball. The wind blowing out towards right field, and you got to worry about that every time a left-handed batter comes up. Gordon Richardson starts limbering up. Gibson pitched a tough ball game Friday night. Here's the stretch. The pitch to Altman. Low, and that evens it up. One ball, one strike. Altman has walked and singled in this ballgame. The Mets. Threatening here in the sixth. The pitch is on the way. A bouncing ball, it's foul. And boy, you could see Altman trying to pull. Because the wind is blowing strongly towards right. Any ball hit at all well will be carried out of here. And Altman represents the lead run. Two strikes in the ball. The Cardinal lead is only two. Two strikes in the ball. Now the stretch, the hesitation. And the pitch on the way. Curve into the dirt. He really tried to snap that one off. Two balls, two strikes. One out, runners at first and second, the ball game in the sixth. Bob Gibson waiting. Now the stretch. Here's the pitch to Altman. A ground ball to Bill White. He's got it. Gives it to Gibson covering. The runners advance to second and third, and the pitcher will be coming up. Altman rolled out from Bill White to Bob Gibson. And now let's see, Jesse Gonder is going to be the pinch hitter. Gonder is going to pinch hit. A left-handed batter with power. We're going to pause here for station identification. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. KMOX on KMOX FM St. Louis. Manager Johnny Keene out talking to Bob Gibson. Gonder, a left-handed batter, he's hit seven homers. Driven in 35 runs, batting 271. He's always dangerous, but particularly on this kind of a day with the wind blowing strongly towards right. I have to keep repeating that because that can be a big factor. It's already been one on a pop fly that was blown away from Dow Maxville. Looking back, Harry, Gonder hit a home run off Bob Gibson in a ball game earlier. So he has had good success against Bob. Stengel perhaps remembered that. He hit a two-run first-inning home run in a ball game played here in St. Louis. Eventually, Gibson hung on to win the ball game, but he can hit the ball out even without a win. Good power. So Gibson's going to stay in there, and he'll pitch to Jesse Gonder. There's two out, and the Mets will have a new pitcher, Bill Hunter. Facing the Cardinals in the sixth. And they're going to walk Gonder intentionally to get to Bobby Klaus. A daring move because this is the lead run of the ballgame. Gonder is going to be intentionally passed. Klaus, who's had a single and a double, two out of three. Klaus against Gibson Friday night, fanned twice but had a base hit. So the lead run will be at first base with two out. 
And Klaus, the right-handed batter, will be coming up. An intentional pass. We're in the sixth. Bobby Klaus up there. And Roy McMillan will be next. So Gibson in a jam. Now the wind up and here's the pitch. It's a strike call. One strike and no balls. A fast moving slider caught the outside corner. One strike, no balls. Two men are out. Here's a pitch. Slider missed outside. That evens it up. Bobby Klaus batting 221. Right-handed batter. Gibson getting ready. Now the windup, and here's the pitch on the way. He swung and he missed strike two. Two strikes and a ball. We're in the sixth. The Cardinals leading five to three. Right hand batter waiting. Now the line. Here's the pitch on the way. He foul tipped it back. Two strikes and a ball, and Klaus was trying to hit that ball in the right field. Bob Gibson gets set. Bases are jammed. Now the windup, and here's the pitch. Just missed with it inside, and it evens up at two balls, two strikes. The right-hand batter digging in. He hit his fourth home run of the year yesterday. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the windup. Here's the pitch. Ball three now. And we're really in a jam. The runners will be going. Three balls, two strikes. They want to look at the baseball. He got out in front of Bobby Klaus, but now has come down to a crucial pitch. Three balls and two strikes, two out, bases loaded. Cardinals leading only five to three. Crowd quiet. You could hear a pin drop. Three balls, two strikes, the stretch. Here's the pitch, everybody going. Forced in a run. He walked him. And now that makes it five to four. And here is a tough hitter in the clutch, Roy McMillan. He doubled in two runs in the fifth to put him into the lead. He comes up again in a spot where he can put him into the lead. Gordon Richardson and Bob Humphrey in the bullpen. Gibson has walked three men in this inning. Now the windup, and here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. At the end of seven innings, the Phillies lead the Reds, ten to nothing, but we have our own problems here. One ball, no strikes. The pitch now. A bouncing ball up the middle. Maxville is there, and he steps on the back for the force out. 
a high hopper that Maxfield fielded while running to his right, stepped on the bag for the force play. The inning is over. One run. One hit. No errors, three left. And we go into the bottom of the sixth. The Cardinals five, the Mets four. Well, we go into the bottom of the sixth, and we'll have the top of the batting order against Will Hunter, who did a fine relief job against the Cardinals. In a game that Gail and Cisco beat us two to one. So Will Hunter will be the pitcher, and Jesse Gonder, Gonder will be batting in the ninth slot. And uh, Hunter, the pitcher, will be hitting in the sixth spot. And Hawk Taylor's out of the ball game. This one is nip and tuck, five to four in favor of the Cardinals in the bottom of the sixth. While at the end of seven in Cincinnati, the Phillies lead ten to nothing. The Cardinals could clinch the pennant with a victory. We got a win to clinch it. If we lose, there would be a three-way tie. All right, here's Flood. He's hitless. Nothing out of two. Bill Hunter on the hill. There's a pitch on the way. It's a fastball strike call. Hunter, a hard-throwing left-hander. Now the wind, the pitch on the way. Hot shot to the shortstop. McMillan's got it. Over to first base in time. So Flood rolls out to Roy McMillan. That will bring up Lou Brock. He's had one out of two. He's been on base every time. Once with a base hit, once on an air, and once on the walk. One out, nobody on. Five to four in favor of the Cardinals. The windup now, the pitch is on the way. A line drive base hit in the left center. He might be able to get a double out of it. He's around first. He's going to try for second. Here's Alvin's throw. He is safe. So Brock doubles in the left center. He just took advantage of Alvin's weak throwing arm. No question about it, Harry. Schultz wasted no time. Neither did Brock and Benson on the play earlier on the base hit to Altman in left field. Sent McCarver in a situation earlier, and there was no hesitation knowing the capabilities of the outfielders, and especially Altman, who was with the ball club. Here now is Bill White, a man in scoring position with one out, the Cardinals leading by a run 5-4. to four. The stretch. And the pitch. There's a drive. Way back. It might be. It could be. It is. A home run. Listen to the crowd.
everybody standing up. And the Cardinals lead 7-4 to four now. Oh, is that a happy dugout? Here now is Kenny Boyer. That was White's 21st home run. There's a pitch by Hunter. And it's high. Fellas not supposed to hit left-handers, is he, Harry? <laughs> he really teed off on that one. Looked like a two-iron drive. It kept going higher and higher. Landed out on Grand Avenue. Here's a pitch to Boyer now. And it's high and outside. Ball two. Two balls and no strike. The Redbirds lead 7-4. to four. Bottom of the sixth. Cincinnati is losing 10 to nothing in the eighth. Here's the pitch to Kenny Boyer. And it's high and outside. Ball three. A double by Brock and a homer by White. White now has 102 RBIs for the year. Third straight year, of course, and he's driven in 100 runs or more. He had exactly 102 two years ago. Now the line, and here's the pitch. High and inside. He walked him. And the crowd hungry for more runs to really clinch it. In 1962, White drove in 102 runs. Batted 324. Last year, he hit, he hit 29 homers that year. Or rather, 20 homers. He drove in 102. Last year, 27 homers, 109 RBI. And this year, 21 homers and 102 RBI. While you're on at first base, one out. Dick Grove, the batter. The stretch. Now the pitch. High fastball. Grove, who drove in a run in the big fifth inning and also scored one in the fourth when he let off with a double. One ball, no strikes. 93 games will win the pennant. The Cardinals won 93 last year and finished six games out. Their 93rd victory, if they get it today, will clinch the pennant. One ball, no strikes. The pitch. Foul back into the stand. One ball, one strike. Dick Groot, the hitter. Two runs are in. The Redbirds lead. Seven to four. Bill White hit one out of sight. Bill Hunter getting ready. And now the stretch. From the belt. And a pitch to Groot. Strike call. Two strikes and a ball. A fastball over the inside corner. Right hand hitter up there. Cardinals again with a three-run lead. In fact, this is their longest lead. Seven to four. They led one to nothing. Tied one one. Then led two to one. Then behind three to two. Then led 
five to three, and now leads seven to four. The stretch, the pitch to growth, and here it is. Strong, and he missed, struck him out. Groth swung at a high fastball and struck out. And that will bring up McCarver. 7-4, the Cardinals lead in the last of the sixth. McCarver, left-handed batter. He doubled in the second and scored our first run. He's had one out of two. the sign given. Ready. And the pitch is on the way to McCarver. There she goes! Way back! It might be out of here! It could be! It's off the screen! There's another man going to score! Here's McCarver stopping at second. He's going to be caught now between second and third. Here's Charlie Smith. Hey, the throw hits McCarver. Bounces in the left, right field. Now he's trying for third. The throw's going to get him. He's out. <laughs> but Tim doubled off the right field screen. And the Cardinals lead 8-4. to four. In getting back to second base safely, the throw hit him on the shoulder and bounced into right. But Christopher recovered it and threw to third, and McCarver was out. So it's a double, a run batted in. Paul McCarver as Boyer scored all the way from first. It's a big inning for the Redbirds who scored three. There were three hits. And let's see if they charge an error. And nobody left on base. At the end of six, the Cardinals eight and the Mets four. We go to the top of the seven. Confetti's already being streaming all over the place. Oh, if this can hold up until the end of the top of the nine, this joint will go crazy. In fact, it might be crazy now. I know I am. Eight to four in favor of the Cardinals. You know, we, uh, let's uh, just for a moment go back to Cincinnati, right? Are you there? Here, Harry, uh, and we're in the bottom of the eighth. There are two out. Jim Bunning continues to be superb. The Phillies still lead 10 to nothing, and the fans have started to leave here. Okay. So that game's going to end before this one. Here's Joe Christopher to lead off the seventh inning. We're in the top of the seventh. Eight to four in favor of the Cardinals. Now the wind-up by Gibson, the pitch. Christopher ducks out of the way, ball one. Well, I'm glad that game in Cincinnati is lopsided. I don't think we could stand any more excitement. One ball, no strikes. Here's the pitch on the way. And it's high and inside, ball two. The Phillies are leading 10 to nothing. The Cardinals are winning 8 to 4. If that continues, the Cardinals clinch the pennant today with a 93rd victory. Two balls, no strikes. Joe Christopher, the hitter here in the seventh. Now the pitch. Inside. 
Did it. He claims it hit him, and it did. Hit by a pitch ball. Barely kicked him. Joe Christopher from the Virgin Isles. Just ticked by a pitch ball, and that'll bring up Jim Hickman. Gibson has been struggling. He's walked three. He's hit one. He's allowed one hit. He's allowed one run. But he's out in front. Eight to four. And activity now in the bullpen. Barney Schultz gets up. Along with Gordon Richardson. So here's Hickman. And here comes manager Johnny Keenow. We might have a change here. Gibson on the hill has been struggling. We're in the seventh. Keen talks to the Cardinal pitcher. Big crowd on hand. Must be around 30,000. Gibson will stay in there. Jim Hickman, the batter. He's 0 for 3 today. Boy, these Mets don't go down easy at all. Good thing we're scoring runs today. Because so are they. 8 to 4 in favor of the cart. Now Gibson gets set. Here's the pitch on the way. Strike call to Hickman. A fastball. One strike and no ball. Now from the belt, the pitch, a slow tap foul. Strike two. Two strikes and nothing. A runner at first, nobody out, we're in the seventh. At the end of eight innings at Cincinnati, the Phillies ten, the Reds nothing. Now the stretch, the pitch, it's high. Two strikes and a ball on Jim Hickman. Top of the seventh, eight to four, Cardinals. Now the sign and the stretch. From the belt, the pitch. Swung and he fouled it back, and boy, he had a good cut at that one. Come on, no more excitement. Let's just get these guys out, one, two, three, get it over with. Two strikes and a ball. Right-hand batter digging in. And the pitch on the way. A high pop fly on the infield. Grote calling for the ball. Waiting for him. He takes it. So Hickman popped to Grote. One away. And here's Charlie Smith. Charlie, a right-handed batter, tied up the ball game with a home run on the fourth. The Mets tied it up 1-1 at the fourth. Then took the lead 3-2 to two in the fifth. But the Cardinals scored three in the bottom of the fifth and three in the sixth. Bill White has the only Cardinal home run. Charlie Smith has hit the only one for the Mets. Now the stretch. And the pitch to Smith. It's a strike call. One strike and no ball.
Gibson ready. The pitch swung, pop fly on the infield. That's going to be easy. Maxfield under the ball. And he has it. Two out here in the top of the seventh. And that will bring up a pinch hitter now for Hunter. See who the hitter is going to be. There's two out, a runner at first. The Cardinals leading eight to four. The St. Louis Cardinals with a chance to clinch the 1964 pennant. Larry Elliott, a left-handed batter, is going to hit for Hunter. Funny how things develop. About ten days ago, we all were hopeful. We figured we had an outside chance because we played three games with the Phillies and knew that the Phillies would have to finish up in Cincinnati. And we figured that they might have trouble over there. Well, just the opposite. It's the Reds, when they actually played over there, who had a chance to do something. And it's the Reds who have had trouble. Losing yesterday and getting trounced today. Larry Elliott, a left-handed batter. There's a pitch by Gibson. And it's fastball outside. One ball and no strikes. Elliott hitting 229 with nine homers, 22 RBIs. Left-handed hitter. The stretch the pitch. A high pop foul out of play. And the count is evened up with a ball and a strike. We're in the top of the seventh. Cardinals lead 8 4. Now the stretch ready. The pitch. It's a strike call. Fastball right in there. Two strikes and a ball. Left-handed batter digging in. Now ready. And the pitch. It's a strike call. He's out of there. Fastball over the outside corner. No hits, no runs, no errors, one left. We go into the bottom half of the seventh inning. The Cardinals eight, the Mets four. Particular about taste? You bet I'm particular, and my pell-mells prove it. Particular people take particular pleasure in the good taste of pell-mells. Pell-mell, a long cigarette that's long on flavor. Yes, Pell-Mell's natural mildness means just one thing. Smooth, pleasing flavor. Flavor that's blended in, over, under, around, and through to bring you satisfying flavor, particularly good. The flavor's blended, over, under, around, in the good taste of Pell-Mell. Pell-Mell, a long cigarette that's long on flavor. Yes, Pell-Mell's natural mildness means just one thing.
Pleasing flavor. Flavor that's blended in, over, under, around, and through to bring you satisfying flavor, particularly good. The flavors blended over, under, around, and through to bring that particular good taste to you. So get particular pleasure like particular people do in the good taste of Pell Be particular. Buy Pell famous cigarettes. Outstanding. And they are mine from the American Tobacco Company. We're not going to Cincinnati as much as we did earlier because of the lopsided score over there, thank goodness. Well, let's see now what the developments are. Roy May? All right, Harry. We're going into the bottom of the ninth inning. Jim Bunning has but three outs to get, and it will all be over here in Cincinnati. And just about half of this capacity crowd is left at this time. Ten to nothing, Phillies going into the bottom of the ninth. Very good. Roy, come in with us uh, as soon as it's over. Danny Ribin will be the new pitcher. Slim little right-hander. Was obtained from the Brave organization. He pitched in relief yesterday. And as we start the bottom half of the seventh inning, the score eight to four in favor of the Cardinals. Mike Shannon will lead it off. Shannon has had one out of three drove in a run. Here's the windup now. The pitch is on the way. He swung and he fouled it back. One strike and no balls. Right-hand batter waiting. Mike straddles a plate. A wind-up now, and the pitch is on the way. A bouncing ball to third. That's going to be easy. Here's Charlie Smith's peg in time. One out in the bottom of the seventh. Here's Dal Maxville. This kid has driven in two runs. Gets a nice hand from the crowd. Popped up, drove in a run in the fourth, drove in a run in the fifth. Had a little trouble on a pop fly, but a strong wind is blowing, and we've seen even veteran infielders or outfielders have trouble under those conditions. The pitch swung on. A high fly ball to right center will be caught. Under the ball is Christopher Tugon. Two out on the bottom of the seventh, and here's Bob Gibson coming out. He'll get a fine hand from the crowd. Gibson, a good hitter, fanned his only time up in this ballgame. Ribbon gets set. The wind now, the pitch is on the way. And it's high and inside. The Mets will have the lower end of the batting order in the eighth, but Cranepool will be starting it off, and then Altman, two dangerous left-handed hitters. They're down in the batting order because Simmons, the left-hander, started for the Cardinals. One ball, no strikes, a pitch. High and outside, ball two. 
There's two out in the bottom of the ninth at Cincinnati. Ten to nothing, Philadelphia. Two balls, no strikes. There's the line now, the pitch on the way. There's a high pop foul back and out of play. Two balls, one strike. Bottom half of the seventh, the Cardinals leading eight to four. Now the signal. Ready. Two balls and a strike. Ribbons pitch. He foul tip back. Two balls, two strikes. Thirty thousand one hundred and forty-six paid here today. Two balls, two strikes. Now ready. Here's the windup. Here's the pitch. He struck him out swinging. So at the end of seven. As it's nothing across for the Cardinals, the score remains the Redbirds 8 and the Mets 4. Listen. It was quiet on the banks of the big Daytona Speedway. This was the beginning of a new heritage for Mercury Comet. Roaring past the flag went a team of comets, comets like you've never seen before. A heritage that goes back to Daytona, where Comet became the world's 100,000-mile durability champion. 100,000 miles at 100 miles an hour on the banks of the rugged deep. Today, a fiery new successor to Comet's proud heritage carries on the spirit of Daytona, Comet 65. We couldn't make it much tougher, so we made it even livelier, more beautiful. Gave it a sleep low look of action. More usable power in every Comet engine, up to an optional 225 horsepower V8. See the new and more beautiful edition of the world's 100,000 mile durability champion, Mercury Comet 65. At your Mercury dealers now. We're going into the top of the eighth inning. Crane pulled the lead it off, and here's Jerry Gross to tell you about it. Bob Gibson winds and pitches and gets the fastball in belt buckle high for a call strike. Crane Poole ripped us in the series five for nine prior to this ball game, but he's 0 for 2, walked his last time up. We're in the eighth. Gibson trying to hold it down. Yeah. Gibson misses with a slider inside. Here's Harry. It's all over in Cincinnati. Philadelphia won. 10 to nothing. Roy May, a great job, boy. Come on home for the World Series. Thank you, Harry. I thought the wish for Barry, and I'll see you Wednesday at the opener. Okay, now all we got to do is win it. Bob Gibson with a 1-1 count pitches. It swung on in line fair just beyond the glove of White out into right field. It's a base hit. So we're in the eighth inning, and Ed Cranepool opens up with a line drive base hit. Harry's going to hustle down, and he'll be on the field very close to the corner of the Cardinal dugout and be able to bring you some post-game interviews, which I think you'll find very interesting. Here's George Altman. Altman has a base hit on two trips. Crane Poole is the runner on at first base. The pitch to Altman is in there for a strike. 
Altman walked in the third, singled up the middle in the fifth, and bounced to the first baseman. Bob Gibson ready to work. We're in the eighth inning. The pitch is swung on, hit out into left field. Lou Brock loses it momentarily in the sun, then backs up and makes the catch. Throws back into the infield, one down, and Bob Gibson has only five outs to get to nail down a pennant for the 1964 National League race in the Cardinals. KMOX and KMOX FM St. Louis. Men don't miss Hill Brothers' big work shoe sale. First quality heavy-duty work shoes, choice of high tops in Oxford, is now just $4.88 at Hill Brothers. Eighth inning. Bob Gibson's pitch is a fastball. Gets away from McCarver inside. Goes back to the screen and moving on to second base is Ed Cranepool. Redbirds have out hit the Mets 11 to 9. Cardinals leading 8 to 4. We're in the top of the eighth inning. McCarver made a good save on a ball in the sixth inning on a 2 2 count to George Altman. Went down in the dirt, knocked the ball down. One ball, no strikes. The pitch to Gonder, swung on, hit sharply down to Boyer. Ken stays with it on one bounce, throws and gets him. Two down, and the runner at second holds on. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. You're listening to KMOX and KMOX-FM, the voice of St. Louis, 24 hours a day. Now, once again, an exciting ball game, and let's go back to Bush Stadium. Gibson ready as we bring you back to action here in the top of the eighth with two down. The pitch to the right-handed hitter, the leadoff man, Bobby Klaus, is in there for a strike. Klaus has skied to center, singled to third, doubled to right, and walked. Right-handed batter on second base, it's Ed Cranepool. Gibson's one-strike pitch is a fastball that hits the corner of the glove of McCarver and bounces away and moving on to third base. On the play will be the runner down at second. It's a pass ball against McCarver. Runner down at third. It's eight to four. Eighth inning. Bobby Klaus against Gibson. The pitch just misses outside. Two balls and a strike. Gibson came onto the ball game with runners on second base. McMillan was on second. The pitch is swung on and missed. Strike two. McMillan was on second after doubling two home uh, in the fifth inning. And he forced Christopher to sky to Shannon and got Hickman on a ground ball to the catcher, a number. Two balls and two strikes, two down. Klaus. Swings and he fouls it back into the screen. Activity in the bullpen, Barney Schultz. And Gordon Richardson, a right and left-hander, respectively. Looking ahead. To the last of the seventh, it'll be the pitcher's spot coming up for the Cardinals. Eight to four. Gibson is ready. Two balls, two strikes, two out. The pitch to the right-hander. A fastball that drives him back, and the count is full three and two. Out on deck, it's Roy McMillan. Gibson's fastball moving inside. 
Gibby, as you know, pitched state innings on Friday. He's been strong. Three balls, two strikes. The pitch. Hold on in there. Gibson registers his second strikeout here in the top of the eighth inning. And in the eighth, no runs, one hit, no errors, one runner left on at third. At the end of seven and a half, the score, the Cardinals eight and the Mets four. The way Gibson's pitching, he wastes no time. And it's indicative of these days, everything rush, rush, rush. Hurry up, go here, go there. You know what I mean, but there's one thing that'll never be rushed, and you guessed it, Bush Bavarian Beer. It takes time to brew a really good beer, time for aging, time to get that rugged but delicate flavor, time for natural carbonation. Sure, it takes more time to brew Bush and costs more, too, but the full-bodied satisfaction that you get with Bush is still yours to enjoy at popular prices. Get to know the beer that's naturally brewed, slow and easy, Bush Bavarian beer. Get to know flavor for the fun of it. Flavor for the fun of it. Flavor wherever you go. Drink up. Push Bavarian the beer you ought to get to know. Here's flavor you ought to get to know because Bush is brewed the way beer was meant to be brewed. The natural way. Get Bush. There's a mountain of flavor in Bush Bavarian, Bush Bavarian beer. Drink up! Now we go into the last half of the seventh inning. Or rather the eighth inning, I beg your pardon. Last of the eighth inning, and it'll be... Kirk Flood, top of the batting order. Redbirds leading 8-4. to four. Dennis Ryben out on the mound for the New York Mets. Ryben winds and pitches to Flood and misses outside. One ball, no strikes. The Cardinals struck for one run in the second, one in the fourth, and three in the fifth and sixth. Trying to nail down the pennant here in St. Louis. Dennis Ryben pitches now to Kurt Flood. Swung on, hit up into the air on the deep right center. Back goes the right feet of the ball. is way back. Back. It's gone. Home run. Kurt Flood has just put the Cardinals out on top. Nine to four. And look at that bench. Florida hits his fifth home run of the campaign. And Lou Brock is the hitter with the Redbirds adding another here in the last half of the eighth inning. Brock hits a ground ball foul down the right field line. Flood gets his first base hit here in the eighth inning. And the Cardinals lead... Nine to four. Thirty thousand one hundred and forty-six frenzied fans on hand. Curveball slap foul into the left field bleachers. No balls and two strikes. Activity now in the bullpen for the Mets. A left-hander, Locke, is up and warming up. Dennis Ryman came out in the ball game and retired him in the seventh. 
but Kurt Flood has rocked him for a home run. Two strikes on Lou Brock. Ryben's pitch inside drives him back. One ball, two strikes. We got to win this one. We win this one. The World Series opens on Wednesday against the New York Yankees. The pitch, Brock takes it in there. Strike three call. Ryben gets his second strikeout. And Bill White will be the hitter. And what a big blow Bill had to drive in two in the sixth. And a home run off the left-hander, Will Hunter. White is two for four. The photographer's already around the Cardinal box, around Colonel Bush. Bill White is ready. One out. We're in the last of the eighth inning. The Cardinals lead nine to four. White takes a fastball inside. One million. 143,294 the Cardinals have drawn this year. The pitch to White. Line like a bullet out to deep center. Back goes Hickman. Way back and makes the catch. So we have two down. A home run by Kurt Flood to open the last of the eighth inning. Here's the captain, Kenny Boyer. The players tell us one of the most underrated ball players in the National League. Boyer, another tremendous season. 24 home runs. He drove in a run in the fifth inning. Boyer today, with that big double, is one for two, and the pitch to him is a ball. Right-hander against a right-hander. We're in the last of the eighth inning. And the score here at Bush Stadium is 9-4. Ryben is ready, and the pitch to Boyer. Fastball in there in the inside corner, the count one and one. Interesting interviews to follow the ball game with Harry Carey in the dugout and in the dressing room. So wherever you may be, hang on. Two outs, last of the eight. One-one count to Boyer, the pitch. Swung on and fouled back into the screen. Simmons and Cisco started, neither around. Kurt went four and a third plus two hitters, gave up three runs, seven hits, struck out none, and walked one. A windblown double led to his downfall. Gibson has been brilliant in relief. Cisco started, gave up four runs, seven hits in four innings plus three. Walked three and struck out none. Casey Stengel since then has used four pitchers. The one-two pitch on its way to Kenny Boyer with two down in the eighth. Over but low, and the count holds at 2-2. No one has left the ballpark yet. Philadelphia upended Cincinnati. A win here in the Cardinals for the first time in 18 years. We'll have a pennant. The pitch to Boyer. Crossfire outside, just missing 3-2. and two. Harry Carey standing by near the box down to the right of the dugout. The 3-2 pitch to Boyer is ball four over but low. So Boyer walks with two down here in the last of the eighth inning.
Dick Grote will be the hitter. Grote bounced to the first baseman. Had a double to right center. Scored a run. Has struck out and grounded out. With the pitcher getting an assist. And the second baseman, Klaus, making the play. Cardinals nine. New York Mets four. Last of the eighth, two down. Dick Grote the hitter. Ken Boyers on first base. They change balls. No activity in the Cardinal bullpen. Wednesday, the big day if the Cardinals and Bob Gibson can get three outs in the ninth inning. And as we look ahead, it'll be Roy McMillan, Joe Christopher, and Jim Hickman. Two, three, and four in the order for the New York Mets. Grote trying to get some more. Swings and hits a pop-up off the right field side. Down the right field line. Back goes Cranepool. Coming on and unable to make the catch is Christopher as he runs into the bullpen down the right field line in foul territory. Strike on Dick Grote. Boyers at first. Cardinals leading 9-4. Riven is ready. He's at the belt in the pitch. Swung on and nub foul off to the left. Cardinals took a 1-0 lead on a double by McCarver and a single by Shannon in the second. The Mets came back to tie it on a home run by Smith in the fourth. And then went ahead by two. In the fifth inning as McMillan doubled in two. In the fifth, the Cardinals came bouncing back with three runs and three in the sixth. Come from behind club all year long. Two strikes on growth. The crossfire is outside and it's one of two. Not only in the back against the runner board. First base is Cranepool. Cardinals on top by five. Right-hander Ryman is ready. The one-two pitch to Grote. Over but low, and the count goes to 2-2. Heroes in the game? Well, you could find almost everyone. White, two RBIs. Boyer, one. Grote, McCarver, one each, and Shannon, two. And Dal Maxville, a fellow who had to start because of the injury to Javier with two big RBIs. 2-2 count now to the right-handed hitter, Grote. Two down. The pitch is swung on and popped up. Here's Gonda, the catcher, coming back. He's under the ball and goes in a circle, and it lands fair. No, it goes foul, they say. Just foul. Looked like it kicked up some chalk. It landed eight feet to the right of the plate. Gonda went in a complete circle, and the ball kicked up some chalk, but it was the chalk on the extreme front portion of the left-handed hitting batter's box. So it's a foul ball. Two balls and two strikes. Harry Carey getting set to send you an interview and bring you also the ninth inning of play-by-play from down right next to the Cardinal dugout. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Last of the eighth. Cards on top by five, the pitch. 
Swung on, lined out into right field. The right fielder, Christopher, goes back. The ball is up against the wall. Here is Boyer around second to third. Grove goes into second. Boyer holds it third, and it's a double for Dick Grove. Kurt Flood opened up with a home run. Brock struck out. White skied to center. Boyer walked here in the eighth inning, and Grota's just doubled. Runners at second and third. Here's Tim McCarver. McCarver looked. It looked as though McCarver would get one out of here in the sixth, but it hit the screen. He's two for three. Driven in a run. Here comes manager Casey Stengel. Going to bring Locke on in the ball game. Stengel comes out. So coming out of the ball game will be Dennis Ryben. He came on in the seventh. Retired the side. One, two, three. Now he comes out of the ball game. So Ryben has pitched one and two-third plus two hitters innings. And the two runners on base, he, of course, will be responsible for in the event they eventually score. So McCarver will have to face the left-hander Ron Locke. So Ron Locke comes on in relief. Left-hander. Locke was born in Wakefield, Rhode Island. Resides in Shannock, Rhode Island. We're still in the last of the eighth inning. The Cardinals win this ball game. What a finish. They will have won their 27th ball game by losing only 11 since August 24th. And at that time, the Redbirds were 11 games behind. Dick Grote will be at second. Ken Boyer talking now with Vern Benson is down at third base. Tim McCarver today doubled in the second. Bounced to the mound in the fourth. Walked in the fifth and doubled to right in the sixth. He was eventually hung up and run down. I want to remind you the St. Louis football Cardinals defeated Washington 23-17 to today. Talk about pressure, pressure on the players, but what about the pressure on the umpires? Eddie Vargo, Al Foreman, Bill Jakowski, and Shags Crawford. What a job they've done today. Tim McCarver, the hitter with two down here in the last of the eighth inning. The Cardinals leading by five. Winding and pitching is Ron Locke. Fastball popped up and back out of play. Roy May, our man in Cincinnati, reporting with the good news that Jim Bunning, 
roll to a victory as Philadelphia ripped Cincinnati 10 to nothing. Harry Carey downstairs set to bring you the ninth inning of play-by-play. Jerry Gross standing by up here in the booth. Blocks pitch to McCarver. Fastball that's up high, one and one. Bob Gibson in the ball game in relief of Kurt Simmons. Shooting for his 19th victory. He'll be pitching that ninth inning. Lock is ready. The 1-1 pitch to McCarver. Just outside for ball two. Missed with a breaking ball. Lock is 5-11. The Mets have been tough. They've won 24 ball games against the top four teams in the National League this year. The pitch now to McCarver. Swung on, hit past the mound, down towards second. It's through, out into center, base hit. In to score comes Boyer. In to score from second is Drogue. And the Cardinals now have taken the lead 11 to 4. have added three here in the eighth inning and don't go away. It's not over yet. Lock out on the mound has just had a left-hander drill one up the middle. It's 11-4. The pitch to the right-hander, Shannon, is swung on and missed. What a day for McCarver. Three RBIs. The first pennant in 18 years. And look at the smiles in the Cardinal box. The one-strike pitch to Shannon. Swung on line to deep left field. Back goes Altman. Way back, then comes in a bit and makes the catch to retire the side here in the eighth inning. The ball died, but the Cardinals didn't die in the eighth. In the eighth inning, the Redbirds come up with three runs on three base hits. No errors. One runner left on. And at the end of eight innings with three outs to go for a pennant, the score, the Cardinals 11, the New York Mets 4. Particular about taste? You bet I'm particular, and my pell-mells prove it. Particular about taste? You bet I'm particular, and my pell-mells prove it. You hear it everywhere. Why? Because Pell-Mell's natural mildness means just one thing, smooth, pleasing flavor. Particular people take particular pleasure in the good taste of Pell-Mell. The flavors blended over, under, around, and through to bring that particular good taste to you. So get particular pleasure like particular people do. In the good taste of Pell-Mell. Be particular. Smoke a long cigarette that's long on flavor. Buy Pell-Mell famous cigarettes. Outstanding. And they are mild. From the American Tobacco Company. 
This is Jerry Gross back at Bush Stadium. Bob Gibson needs three outs to go. Now down to the playing field. Here's Harry Carey. This is Harry Carey, and now down on the Cardinal box. Roy McMillan leading off the first pitch is a strike call. Cardinals leading 11-4. Top half of the ninth inning, three outs away from the National League pennant. McMillan fouls a pitch back, strike two. Wow, we thought it was exciting upstairs in the booth. We're down here now where we're right among the fans. We're sitting in Gussie Bush's box right behind the Cardinal dugout. Roy McMillan, the batter, two strikes and nothing. Bob Gibson delivers the pitch high and inside. Gibson would win his 19th game of the year. The Cardinals with an 11-4 lead here in the top of the ninth. Gibson gets set. Into the windup he goes, and here's the pitch. High, ball two, and that evens it up. Two balls, two strikes. Mayor Ray Tucker and Mrs. Tucker sitting right in front of me here. August A. Bush, Jr., president of the St. Louis Cardinals, and his wife, August III, and his wife. Here's a pitch high and inside. Three balls, two strikes on McMillan. The Cardinals with a seven-run lead. How sweet it is. Here's the pitch. Ball, he walked him. So McMillan starts the ninth with a base on ball. You know, the use of Gibson here in relief would indicate that when the World Series opens here Wednesday afternoon, Ray Sadecki probably will be the Cardinal pitcher. And that might be a good development at that because in this small ballpark, small in right field, and the Yankees with left-handed power, the Cardinals would probably prefer to use southpaws here in St. Louis. Whereas at Yankee Stadium with a big ballpark, it doesn't make much difference. So here's Joe Christopher. Christopher hitting 301 for the season. Right-handed batter. Runner at first base, nobody out. The Phillies wallop the Reds 10 to nothing. Now the stretch. And the pitch to Christopher. There's a strike call. One strike and no ball. The Cardinals within three outs of their first pennant since 1946. Joe Christopher. A little unhappy. From the Virgin Isles, and I know that Armed Forces is carrying our broadcast throughout the Caribbean as well as throughout the world today. There's a stretch. And the pitch is on the way. Christopher swings and misses. Strike two. Boy, I don't know if you can hear us here in the... What an excited frenzy this crowd is in. Better than 30,000 people sitting in on the winning of a pennant. And what a hectic two weeks we've had. The stretch, the pitch. Christopher pops it up. In foul territory, Bill White. What out? One away here in the top of the ninth is Jim Hickman, who used to be in the Cardinal organization. Two more outs to go. And the almost impossible achievement of the St. Louis Cardinals will have been realized. Six and a half back with about 12 games to go. About to clinch the pennant. One out, one on. Hickman the batter. Gibson gets ready to pitch. And it's a little bit outside. McCarver behind the plate. A strong wind blowing out. And several hitters have taken advantage of it. 
nothing else really matters on that scoreboard. Here's the stretch and the pitch to Hickman. He takes an inside ball, too. Two balls, no strikes. McMillan at first, one out. The ball game in the top of the ninth. Bob Gibson, who replaced Kurt Simmons in the sixth. Boyer at third. Groated short. Maxville, who's done a great job substituting for Javier at second today. White at first. The pitch to Hickman is a strike at the knees. And this crowd is roaring with every pitch now. We're down at the field level. And we will later be in the clubhouse. So stay tuned. Here's the pitch. Ball three is high. Three balls, one strike. <laughs> one away. Right-handed batter digging in. Bob Gibson gets set. Jim Hickman, the batter. Let's turn it over. Six, four, three, and out. Strike, no ball four, inside. So, Johnny Keene coming out of the dugout now as right-handed batter comes up there. Charlie Smith. And it's going to be Barney Schultz, the knuckleballer, coming in. Bob Gibson, a wild tonight, today rather, but he just pitched Friday evening and lost one to nothing. So if he's not as, as sharp as usual, there's good reason for it. We have runners at first and second, one out. Barney Schultz, a knuckleballer, coming in. The wind blowing strongly, and that's considered good for a knuckleball pitcher. The Phillies won from the Reds today, and that's what has caused this development with the Cardinals needing two outs to clinch a pennant. Bob Gibson getting a big hand. Listen. why the Cardinals are in this enviable position that they are at this moment. This fellow's been fantastic since he joined the Cardinals on August the 1st. A knuckleballer who's been credited with something like 12 or 13 saves already. Veteran at age 38. Seemingly his major league career was over. Went to Jacksonville hoping that some team might need a little help and if he did well, might bring him up. Little dreaming that it would be the Cardinals who had had him in spring training. And here he is, Barney Schultz. And maybe it is poetic at that, that Barney Schultz, who perhaps has done as much, if not more, plugging the biggest gap, weakness in the bullpen, to make the Cardinals drive possible, Perhaps it's only fitting that it should be Barney Schultz who gets the final two outs necessary for a pennant-winning victory. Charlie Smith up there. He homered earlier. He homered yesterday. He's hit 20 out of the ballpark. Runners are at first and second, a seven-run lead. Now the stretch. Ready to pitch on the way. And Smith takes a strike. Fastball strike. 
One strike and no balls. Runners at first and second. A double play would end it all here. Boyer at third. Grote at short. Maxwell at second. White playing back at first. Here's a foul ball. As Charlie Smith went after a low knuckleball. Two strikes or nothing. It takes two outs to be able to save. Anheuser-Busch first in the brewing industry and first in the National League. We need two outs to do that. Two strikes, no ball. Signal given. Barney Schultz, how can you be that cool, Barney? Takes his time, leans forward. From the belt, the pitch. And here it is. swinging and here is Rod Keneal from Springfield, Missouri right-handed batter right in business down that way I believe in the cement business or something he'll be home in Springfield tonight KMOX, KMOX FM, St. Louis. They're out, runners at first and second, one more out, and the Cardinals will have clinched the pennant. Barney Schultz gets ready. The stretch, the pitch, swings and misses. One strike, no ball. This crowd is besides itself. Claude Ficardi, I just overheard, saying the impossible really happened. Here's the pitch. It's a wild pitch. It's the umpire. The runners advance to second and third. Ed Borgo was in on that one. A knuckleball that hopped over McCarver's mitt. It'll be a pass ball. And runners are at second and third with two away. 11 to four in favor of the Cardinals. Rod Keneal, the batter. In the ninth. Here comes Bill Jackowski down from second base to see that Ed Vargo isn't hurt. Now all set. One ball, one strike. Come on, Bernie. Now the signal given. And the windup by Barney Schultz. Here's the pitch on the way. A ground ball, left field, two runs are going to score. And now it's an 11-6 ball game. Keneal singles to left. So that makes it 11-6. Two out, one out to go, here's Ed Creepool. Makes a one run, only one run, 11-5. We're down here at the field level. Only one run scored as they played it safe, the Mets. Lou Brock fumbled the ball out there. But the runner at third base, Hickman, held on. So it is 11-5 in favor of the Cardinals. And here's Ed Cranepool. Top half of the ninth inning. The stretch. From the belt, here's the pitch to Cranepool. It's a strike, a knuckleball over the outside corner. 
One strike and no ball. One strike, no ball. Ed Crane fooled the batter. Runners at first and third, two away. The pitch. Strike two call. At the outside corner at the knee. And the Cardinals, one One pitch. more strike, come on! If you've never heard Mr. Gussie Bush excited, you just heard him over my shoulder. Two strikes, no ball. Runners at first and third, the Cardinals leading 11-5. Johnny Keene about to bring the Redbirds their first pennant since 1946. Two strikes, no ball. Listen to this crowd. Come on, let's go. Get him out. Now the stretch. Ready, everybody standing up. The pitch. A high pop foul. The Cardinals there. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. Everybody out. Johnny. Everybody congratulating everybody. I don't know if they'll ever get here. I don't know if they'll ever get here. The Cardinals have just won the pennant. Mayhem on the field. Joe Schultz. Congratulations. Hey, Ray Washburn. Bob Skinner. Congratulations, Ah, uh, Thank you a million. 